I just remember thinking, okay, like, I'm gonna move, and as scary as this is, I feel like if I don't try now, I'm never gonna try. All right, all right, well, here we are in December. Yep. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving and enjoying the holidays. Yeah, or at least a decent one and not hating your life. I hope your family didn't make you insane. Or if they don't make you insane, I hope you were able to be around them. Speaking of family, we're here. We have a guest, Jim Sletner, Nathan's dad, is Mm -hmm. in the room as we're recording this intro. He's getting to see me hunched over this microphone like a psychopath, (laughs) which is great. So episode five, right? We're at Mm -hmm. number five. Can you believe we've done four already? Yes. Sometimes it feels like we've done thousands. Right. (laughs) But then I just realize I'm delusional. So who is our guest, Nathan, in we episode had, five? We had the wonderful, uh, talented, handsome, perfect in all ways, Ethan Harb. Yes, all of those things. Uh, if you don't know Ethan, he's only 23 years old. He moved to Nashville from Santa Barbara, California just a few years ago. In addition to being one of the most sought-after Broadway drummers, Ethan's also on the road uh, with acts including Bear Riddell, Dylan James, and Ben Gallagher. And we had a really good conversation with Ethan, learning a lot more about his unique journey to Nashville and just how hungry and motivated he was to just get here and just start playing music, right? Yeah, I think Ethan took a very direct and intelligent, wise path in moving here and, and how he went about getting gigs. So enjoy this wide-ranging conversation with the aforementioned Beautiful and perfect, Ethan Hart. Did you read the memo? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't read the syllabus? Oh, yeah. Yeah, did so, you, uh, did you uh, work out on, on, on the chart that we sent you? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Totally. Yeah. All right, so let's um, play it real quick. Tempo. Three, more, two, ready, go. Oh, look at him. Oh! All right. Prepared. <laughs> the first time we did this, we started recording. We had it because uh, it was in Logic and it has the, the BPM tempo automatically on. Oh, wow. So we started playing like a 90 BPM. <laughs> I like, right. we can't talk to this. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, you can't talk to 90, 85 <laughs> at most. So you're just like talking with like a boop, boop, boop in the background. Yeah. Just, oh my God. Which kind of felt, oh, yeah. we, we talked about maybe just, you know, why, why not just have a metronome going? Let's make, let's make this thing really Weird. have That'd a That'd be really distracting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It'd be terrible. That's why we talked about <laughs> yeah. it. Because we talk, we talk about the dumbest shit uh, possible. I, anyway. Yeah. A friend of mine or... A uh, family friend gave me a classic metronome as like a gift, like a old school like piano one, and like I'll just put it on on my desk every now and then because it's just like my little knickknack on my desk. But uh, love it. I'll just like not even just like to keep time, but I've noticed just like if I just have it on at times, it's just like it's hypnotic. Uh, yeah, it's just meditative. Mm. That's just nice every now and then. I wonder because I know you can you can kind of essentially meditate on. Do you do you, do you either of you do any meditation? I've mm-hmm. never talked about this. No, so I, I, I regularly like a, a podcast that's all a lot about mental health and meditation. Which one? Uh, it's Jay Shetty. It's Think Like a Monk. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A, I haven't checked. I I've, I know some of his material, good. but I haven't yeah. checked out his podcast. But I, I do I do breathing meditation. So um, this is I think the most common misconception with with people who don't meditate and who are maybe intimidated by the idea of it is they're like, well, I, well, I just can't clear my mind. I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's. That's the point. The, the idea is you focus on something and then you're going to rabbit trail. Your brain is going to go off on something. When it, when it does do that, you just 
bring your focus gently, non-judgingly back to that thing. You're like, okay, so I'm back. Oh, yeah, I, I started off thinking on my breathing, and then I started thinking about there's a piece of toast stuck in in my teeth, and I felt that, and I kind of tongued it out there, and I thought, oh, yeah, that toast was a little bit too too dark. I should have turned it from, I put it all the way to the five. I should have done like 4.5. That would have been the perfect toast. Oh, shoot, I'm thinking about something else. And then you just go back to thinking about your breathing. How long are your sessions? Uh, I do not more than 10 minutes usually, mm-hmm. but I'm wonder. I'm just, that got me thinking like maybe you could do, you can do that with other things. Like some people will do a flame. They'll just stare at a flame. You could do, I'm sure you could just do a metronome. Just think about the metronome sound. It'd be a pretty drummery meditation. Drummery meditation, yeah. yeah. Be mm-hmm. like writing that down. It's <laughs> <laughs> a million dollar idea. Meditation for I'm, drummers. Yeah. After I'm done here, I'll probably just go home and do that. I just yeah. miss my gig. Just be like, hey, where are you at? It's meditating. <laughs> Reaching enlightenment. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you've heard of it. We, we fucked up Ethan's mind. Yeah. <laughs> He's never the same again. <laughs> he went home, did DMT, became enlightened, quit drums, <laughs> and then became Podcast your old successful. James. Yeah. yeah. And, be, and became what? Old James. Oh, yeah. mm, I, oh brought it back. Brought it all the way yeah. back. Yeah. For those who are listening, old James is going to be uh, the intern we intern, hired. Intern. Um, is it paid or unpaid? TBD. He's going to uh, represent a certain part of the podcast, which is which is the intern who pulls things up. He's got the it's not it's not anything like a certain other podcaster who is incredibly successful who will go unnamed, <laughs> who has a youthful person pulling pulling up things from the internet. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dan. It's <laughs> not me. No, oh, just your your look of judgment towards me. No, no judgment. Okay, well, thank God. Never. Mm. Anyway, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Thanks for taking yeah. the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, we've been trying to schedule Ethan for since we started this, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, but we've all been so busy. Yeah, I'm glad we made it happen, though. Yeah. Man, I feel like I'm sitting with two of arguably. Nashville's best drummers, no. Broadway drummers. No. Argue. Well, well, I, you can argue. Just, you can, yeah. you can, I guess you can argue. You can argue anything. I don't know. Well, I, mean, just, I appreciate I you saying yeah, that. Well, you guys are. So we were talking about. So you, you have a. You're playing Broadway tonight. Doing, yeah. You're doing a double, and then you're yeah. playing a double playing, as well. I'm not doing a double tonight. Okay. You did last night. I did last two nights. Yeah. We will be in the same building on my second shift, and then. Yeah. yeah. We gotta get. We gotta get you to try out that. Yes, that ride. Well, you can ride it. You try it out here. I'm just, yeah. You gotta yeah. you try it out before, so you don't get yelled yeah. at. We were we'll at, the, right we were at the same building last night, and uh, after the gate, like the bar was closing down, and like I'm afterwards, I'm like, hey, can I go try that ride? And I go upstairs, and I start playing on the ride, and like one of the bartenders who's trying to pack up is just like, please, no more, <laughs> <laughs> no more music. No more, I'm like, yeah. well, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're just yeah. absolutely fried by the end of the night. Yeah, actually, I had a. One one of the um, one of the ladies were walking behind me. I just turned around when we were done playing. I'm like, do you wear earplugs? She's like, no. I'm like, you really should. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I can't. Actually, I talked to her about it for a couple minutes, and then the next day, I w- I was walking in, and she held up a pair of earplugs. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, if you didn't if you didn't get a pair, I was going to literally just go buy you some earplugs <laughs> and hand them to you because I would just. I've been thinking about that. Like, 
please just, you wear them and then tell the people you're working with how great it is wearing them and then just protect your, for all of you can protect your hearing. You'll be happier at the end of the night. You won't hate us on like a subconscious level, which is always great. I love to not be hated subconsciously by the people I'm working with. Yeah. And uh, yeah, all those good things. Absolutely. Saving in 10 years too. It's like, I don't know what their like thought is. I know a lot of people say, oh, I don't like wearing earplugs because I can't like talk to people or it's harder for me to like communicate or whatever. But I don't know. I've I, had the opposite experience. Right. Okay. So like, that I was going to ask you, and actually I'm, I'm curious for you both, but when it's loud like that, I can hear people talking to me better with earplugs on. Yeah. Yep. You agree? Okay. Yeah. Because I've had people arguing with me over this. I'm like, but it's like a wall of sound. This somehow yeah, it sort of isolates yeah. your area. Yeah. You know. Okay, good. Probably I'm not some insane scientific then. Yeah. thing about it, but young Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> Why is that? We have so many opportunities. Like he yeah. would have valuable stuff to put on a resume after working here. Yep. This is this is valuable what? stuff to put on Bumble. Who? <laughs> yes. What intern for Nashville Drummers? Yeah. That's gonna that what people is that? they're gonna be swiping right like crazy. Man, oh. <laughs> Nashville Drummers Podcast. Woo. Sponsored by Bumble. Sponsored oh, by yeah. mm. Mm. We're going to okay, get sued. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, yeah. it's, a, it's a joke, Bumble. Don't sue us. God. <laughs> I don't know who we are. No. They're listening. They're banging on all cylinders listening on this podcast. Oh, see, there's a connection there. <laughs> oh, I see what you Why bang there? on a drum when you can? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, okay. I am. I'm super glad we're, we're doing this because, like, I feel like we both know you very well as musicians, right? As drummers. I I personally don't really know your background too much. So why don't we start there? Like where where you're from and how long have you been in Nashville? Uh, yeah. So I'm from Santa Barbara, California. Um, was born there in 98. Two California. Yeah, two California. The party yeah. capital of California, in Damn fact. Right. It's, it's between San Barbara and, and uh, um, Chico, which is near where I'm from. Mm. Those, those are the, the two party colleges Actually, two of the biggest in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love Vista. Have you ever party there? I have not. Oh man, that's something else. <laughs> I, had, uh, I had a friend. Do you were you aware of an event where they stormed a stock a soccer field and took took the goal post and threw it into the ocean? It was a giant event. That's crazy. No, that happened down there. Yeah, well, that's my, my friend. Amazing. <laughs> I can't he, say his name. No. Yeah, I will not say his name. He start, He was like, he was like, hey, you know, what would be fun if we did today. Blew up a refrigerator. That's where it started. Contributes to global and, and you climate him down change right, and right. pollution. <laughs> and it went. It went from there, there to go. like, let's throw the so the goalpost of the soccer field into the ocean, which they did. Come on, just say his name. These mics aren't on. Hmm. This happened last time, so to. we're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin yeah. Joe Rooney yeah. <laughs> uh, we can we, did we do bleeps you, yeah. we, we I, just, I'm getting to it yeah, I was yeah. editing Taylor's today yeah my friend <laughs> <laughs> I think the statute of limitations is fine you probably don't need to even need to that out <laughs> alright uh, he didn't yeah. throw the goal in <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, Santa Barbara California cool um, born in 98 um, I started taking drum lessons when I was uh, nine years old. Um, I saw the movie School of Rock, and for some mm -hmm. reason that just made me, I'm like, hey, can I, I'm like, mom, can I take drum lessons? And my parents were cool enough to be like, yeah, sure, let's, uh, we'll get you drum lessons for a bit. And uh, side note, that 
kid who played the drummer in that movie just died. So oh, when right. I found that out, I was like having a whole existential crisis. I was yeah. like, oh, that's the kid that made, made me want to play old. drums. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But um, I would have yeah. thought you started drums earlier. Really? You know? Yeah. No. Just just your talent and no. well, thank commitment you. to it. <laughs> nope. Nine years old. Um, I think if I had if I hadn't had like private lessons, I probably wouldn't have gotten as far as I've gotten. Like, yeah. I mean, just. Because now everything I learned is just like, you know, through the internet. I haven't had like an actual teacher in years, but like, oh, wow. um, I don't know. I'd like to at some point probably just to, you know, have some sort of like structured discipline and it like helps to, I'm not as self-disciplined, so it helps to have someone else be like, hey, do this. And I'm mm -hmm. usually more likely to be like, okay, I'll go do that. Yeah. But yeah, it was with a guy named uh, George Pendergast, um, who, uh, I don't know if you guys know the band Dishwalla from the 90s yeah he was oh. the drummer for that band and um he was he had a little drum shop in santa barbara and uh my mom just found out about him one way or another and i took lessons with him for like i want to say eight years and um yeah um he mainly just taught me like you know rock and you know all my rudiments and stuff like that taught me to do rim shots on the snare and not <laughs> and not hit the snare like a pussy if i could say that yeah <laughs> but, uh, you can yeah but um yeah and then afterwards um you know i was doing bands in santa barbara a lot of like rock and metal stuff even some like shoegazy like atmospheric like black metal kind of stuff but yeah um so is this all yeah. freelance or was this through school yeah no i wasn't making any money on these gigs i was just yeah. i just had bands that was mm -hmm. i was just you know like i knew i wanted to like within the first year of drum taking drum lessons, I knew I wanted to be a drummer, but um, mm. I just didn't know how. Like I didn't know like like oh, do I want to be a paid drummer? Do I want to be in studios? I was just like I just want to play drums for right. a living. And yeah. um, who, who do you have any idols? So you mentioned School of Rock. Yeah, <laughs> I assume that you were listening to music, and you probably had like a um, few drummers that you looked up to. That's the thing is like my uh, when I saw School of Rock, I didn't know any like of the classics or anything like that like i was like once i started taking drum lessons that's when my dad like was actually the one who showed me led zeppelin and uh mm. he was like oh you know this guy john bonham apparently he's one of the greatest drummers of all time and my dad hooked. he wasn't a musician but he just like i remember yeah. him saying yeah. that to me and i just believed him and i'm not you know i still believe that but it's just yeah. like it was just i remember he showed me black dog and i'm like oh there's like I, I had no concept of like, oh, this is like, I just wanted to take drum lessons for the sake of playing drums. I didn't have like that switch go off of like, oh, I want to play in music yet. But then if you, then like over the years later, like I started playing with bands and then I was, you know, I got into like, you know, my dad showed me Led Zeppelin and uh, ACDC and stuff like that. And um, then down the line, I got into Foo Fighters and mm -hmm. Evanescence and Green Day. And, uh, you know, Travis Barker quickly became my hero. Same yeah. with, you know, Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. Yep. And, uh, Those are my childhood. Tra yeah. Travis, I mean, rather, well, Travis is incredible. I think we talked about this. Did you ever get into the early Aquabat stuff that he played on? I haven't listened to it, no. Man. But I remember we talked about this. Yeah, that's just, yeah. that's to, to me, to Travis at his, his peak. absolute best. Really? It's just, he goes so ham on some of those tracks. But I was going to say, Taylor Hawkins is kind of a natural extension of John Bonham. Oh, yeah. Anybody that likes Bonham is going to enjoy Taylor because he's yeah. such he's such a Bonham school player. Yeah. And and obviously, so is Dave. So they have that, that melding. 
Yeah. Which is perfect in that band. I love I, yeah, yeah. huge. Hawkins is basically the blonde girl, in my opinion. Right. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I remember I had like a, a picture of Taylor Hawkins, like just going ham on my binder in sixth grade. Just like that was like the inspiration. You know, I just kept looking at that. I'm like, I'm going to do that someday. And, uh, but um, yeah. And then I don't know. It was just uh, had bands, wasn't really making money, but I was just, you know, just wanted to keep playing. And then, um, eventually I went to San Jose state right out of high school. Um, for, uh, I did a year there as a jazz studies major Cool. and, um, and I just, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like I thought like, Oh, it'd be cool if I went to Berkeley or something like that. But uh, I knew I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to afford that or whatever. But, uh, I just, I don't know. I just went to, I went to school thinking like, you know, that's like, Oh, I guess it's what you're supposed to do. I didn't really have any plan or anything like that. But isn't that weird that as a young player, a lot of us go to that, we're like, well, I guess the the thing that I'm supposed to do is go to Berkeley. Yeah, that's just it's such a weird. That's come thing up a few that, times now. Like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I guess that's what that's what like the really the best players do, right? They they, they go to Berkeley. I'm like, well, it's not necessarily true. It's not, not the only option, right? I mean, I fantastic school, of course. Of course, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. No shade on Berkeley at all, but I I remember my te- my teacher specifically. T- he's like, don't don't go to Berkeley. You don't need to go to Berkeley. <laughs> he just, he like hammered that on me, and he was when I was telling him I was thinking about going. He was like, don't. Go. You don't need to go. It's like you're you're gonna be paying you're gonna be paying so much money to get to get what if you're just wanting to learn how to play better, like just take just keep taking private lessons. I'm like, oh that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a really good point. Pay a fraction of the price. Anyway, yeah. yeah we we talked about this uh last episode with Taylor, like the value of just kind of jumping into a field or yeah. a passion versus going to school for it or so like I'm curious for you, did you find more value in like just playing in the bands and just doing private lessons, or like what what did you take from from school? Um, I mean, I definitely, yeah, I, I want to say I probably took a bit more value from uh, like just being in bands and stuff like that. Just learning like how to click with a band and not let your ego get in the way and not like just learning how to be a team player, I guess. Mm. The one year I had at school was good in the sense that it got my jazz chops up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, and I still have like a lot of the like curriculum that I probably would have gone on to learn, but I just, it's still just sitting somewhere in my, hmm. um, yeah, cause I don't know. I just hmm. got lazy with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it was basically just like having because I had a private teacher at school in San Jose, and um, I remember that was just like it felt like an extension of my drum lessons that I had with my original drum teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, except this was like this guy was like a legit jazz drummer, and I didn't really learn a lot of jazz with my first teacher. So, um, in that sense, I definitely you know I valued that, but I just something new. I've just I've always been a gut feeling kind of person. I just knew like San Jose is not the place for me, so. Mm-hmm. I went back home, did a city college in Santa Barbara um, for like a year and a half. And um, around that time, I also uh, started doing like uh, apprenticing to be an electrician because I was just like, eventually my mom just sat me down because I was barely taking any classes at city college. And she's like, look, like I'm, I'm not telling you to give up on pursuing music, but like you're not going to get a free ride. Like you're barely in school. Like... I still, like you have your bands like I'm not gonna stop you from doing those but you need to like have like a like a plan that you're going on right now so 
I eventually just looked into the electrician thing and I'm like, okay, well, this is like a trade, like theoretically in the future, I could like be my own business. I could, you know, do my own scheduling and like, it's a job that's going to be in demand. And then I could just do music on the side. And, um, so that was my plan at first, but then like around 2019, someone mentioned Nashville to me. They're like, Oh, like you should, you should check out Nashville. Like I forget who it was, but, um, I just said, all right, screw it. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I have, I have family out there. I'll just, I'll go, I'll, I'll check it out for a week. Plus I've never really taken a trip by myself. So this mm-hmm. should be fun. And, um, that was, yeah, summer of 2019, I think July, like late July to early August of 2019, I came out and right as I got off my plane, um, um, my friends who I was staying with, they took me like, oh, let's, let's show them Broadway. Like right mm-hmm. from the airport, they just took me down Broadway. And I just looked around. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, this is where I need to be. Yeah. And um, yeah, just from there, I... So what made you have that feeling? Was it just seeing all the, the musicians playing? Just yeah. The atmosphere, the energy? Yeah, the energy, the atmosphere. Just like Plus, you know, with like driving down Broadway, all the drum sets are like right at the window. So right, you I just love see that. like working yeah. drummer after working drummer. You're yeah. like, oh, shit. Like this is... This is crazy. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I had that same feeling when, when I first came here. Yeah, yeah. It's a good feeling. You're just like, oh, shit, yeah, that's where I need to be. So, yeah, from there, I, um, I, you know, I had a great week. I sat in with a few people that were kind enough to let me sit in. And then um, I made a plan. I'm like, okay, I'll go. I had, you know, I had, like, a couple bands back home. And I was still, I had a good path with the electrician thing. Um, and I was just like, okay, I'm going to give myself a year here. And... If nothing works out, like by next summer, I'm just going to move. And oddly enough, right as I came back from that trip to Nashville, all my bands kind of just started falling apart. Hmm. And it was not even falling apart. I shouldn't even say that. But it was just like it just enough stuff was happening where, again, my gut was just like, I don't need this. And I eventually just I, I'm sorry, it's screwed. I'm just going to move now. And like hmm. I ended up moving November 30th or was it November 30th? It was, yeah, November 30th of uh, 2019. And then mm-hmm. I just packed my stuff up in my CRV and wow. <laughs> drove across the country. That's crazy. Wow. got here December 4th. And I'm so glad I did that because if I had waited a year, <laughs> I'd been coming in, you know, like COVID times. Yep. And, uh, but luckily within that three months I had before COVID, I had an, just enough of my foot in the door. Like I networked with just enough people to like, by the summer of 2020, I, even though Broadway was very limited capacity and all that stuff, I was still able to get gigs. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, a lot of morning shifts, a lot of, uh, and a lot of it was, you know, low capacity. So it was, it was hard. But, you know, by honestly, like this past summer of 2021, like that's, it's been like one of the best summers of my life because yeah. stuff just blew up. Mm-hmm. It really did. Yeah. Dude, and for you to, honestly, <clears throat> for you to have, just the straight up balls to just put all your stuff in your car and go, yeah, fuck this. I'm moving there. That's what this is. This is my place. That's that's inspirational, man. That's it. That's insane. I mean, I also do have to give credit to the one dude who probably gave me the balls to do that or like lit the fire under my ass was um, <laughs> oddly enough, my, one of my mom's uh, boyfriends. Because mm-hmm. um, I mainly like, like my parents were split up. They were on good terms, but like. I spent more of my time at my mom's place because that's where my drums were. And, yeah. um, uh, but I would always, she always had these, these boyfriends who were, they were all really cool. And like, but this one she had, um, this guy named John Devins, I have to give a shout out to him. Um, he, um, 
he was in the music business as well. He uh, like designed soundboards and he works with Sweetwater a lot. Yeah. And he was saying, because um, he heard me practicing and he was just like saying like, dude, like I forget what exactly he said, but it was basically along the lines of like, don't live somebody else's life. Mm. Like, oh. I think, I think you'll, you'll crush it in Nashville. Like you, you just got to move now. Like don't wait a year, just go now. And I remember like just sitting in the kitchen, like looking at him and he was like saying that to me. And I remember just from there, I'm like, fuck, he's right. <laughs> like, wow, man. I need amazing. to go. <laughs> That's yeah. heavy in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, okay, like I'm going to move. And like, as scary as this is, I feel like if I don't try now, I'm never going to try. And right. like, if even if I crash and burn, like it'll just be like, all right, screw it. Like, but, you, I, I but if, it. if you would have done that, you would have crashed and burned early which is better yeah. <laughs> you, you want you want yeah. if you're like oh if you're gonna try something and fail do it right away yeah. yeah get get that done so you can learn from that experience and go on to something else but you have done the opposite you have flourished here yeah I, it worked out in the exact yeah like i'm it's just a freaking amazed. dream yeah. yeah absolutely yeah you're killing it thanks ben. killing it thanks. it's crazy to see how far you've a lot of the other drummers that we've talked to just drummers we're gonna talk to like within a year you can or even a few months like if you want to play gigs you want to be on broadway like you can make that happen yeah. so easily yeah so maybe let's like kind of backtrack presumably there's you know hopefully maybe some new drummers that are thinking about moving to nashville that are listening to this so how, how did you first get those initial gigs i guess it all goes back to like, i mean even like um when i was just visiting for a week because um i was just you know i was going bar just go, just hanging out on broadway every single day that week and um just going up and I even just went up to some of the bands and I just said hey my name's Ethan I'm a drummer I'm a um I'm just I'm in town visiting but I really like your stuff or like you guys are awesome or you know throw throw some money in their tip jug or whatever mm-hmm. and I remember this one guy um came up to me or like he was coming up with a tip jar and I said oh hey nice to meet you I gave him my card like I had little business cards at the time and I wasn't asking him to sit in or anything nice. like that but I was just saying hey my name's Ethan I'm a drummer I'm just hanging out and he's like and he's and then just from there he was just like was so kind enough to like send me a list of like Nashville standards that mm-hmm. he had. And uh, he's like, hey, come back to Rippy's tomorrow um, on the roof and I'll let you sit in on a few songs. I'm like, okay. That's amazing. And I just noticed like, okay, like from, and that was like probably like maybe like the second or third person. You I weren't even living with. here. You were literally just visiting. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I was just like amazed. Like, oh, wow. Like people are just, they're very friendly here. And like, as long as you're, you know, not demanding and you're not an asshole, like people reciprocate. Yeah, but you're they, not. Yeah, well, yeah. Thank you. yeah I, I try not to be. <laughs> oh, right. Let's 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 not let's not go that far. Yeah, well, see me in an hour. We'll see. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I've got on my little list here the, about you. Demanding asshole is on, oh, yeah. is, is written down as note. No, it's about <laughs> Ethan. Yeah, you yeah. saw that last drummer. Time. Successful, Broadway, blah blah blah. Demanding asshole. <laughs> you know, just a short short list of yeah. of. You know the things you playboy. do. On, yeah. yeah, play, yeah. play, <laughs> billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs> uh, so yeah. did you go back Handsome, that night and perfect and you, facial uh, hair? You yeah. sat it, you nice sat hat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I went. Uh, I went back to Rippy's the next night, and uh, yep. I did drunk on a plane and boys around here. Nice. Was, uh, two classics, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, for Broadway standards, but um. Yeah, and then just from there, I I think I sat in with another dude. Um, <laughs> funny enough, he like I I I was just it was that tin roof, uh, and uh, you know the drums were right by the window, and I was just saying, hey, I like your style, man. And he was like, another guy just cool enough. Hey, you want to sit in? I'm like, sure. He, like he's like he's like, what song you want to do? I'm like, and 
and he's like he's like do you know everlong by foo fighters and i'm like at the time like do you know I. that's always one of my favorite songs but yeah. like um yeah no he like he's like hey do you want to he's like do you know everlong by foo fighters and i love that song but i and i thought i knew it but i botched that song completely when i sat in that's but, an easy th song to think that you know yes. and end up realizing just how much you don't know it. Like, oh, I forgot that there's actually odd time signatures all throughout this song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's interesting. Just weird fills and whatnot. It was just, yeah. I, to be fair, I actually, I made it almost to the end and I, the thing where I really messed up was I forgot once it breaks down again, how it goes back into the yeah. da -da 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 -da. I went and start, right off that build, I went right to the chorus and I just, that's where I got mm. lost. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I don't know why I remember that so vividly, but <laughs> It was, um, well, because because it was those things stick out because it, it hurt. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you learn from the pain. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's funny. Tin roof is exactly where I remember that ex that same experience happening really? to me. Ever yeah. long? But, well, not ever long. <laughs> but I played. I played a gig <laughs> I was not ready for. In fact, yeah. oh, no. I played. I played a gig I was not ready for with a guy I currently play with, and at the time. That's like you. What's that? That's unlike you to not be ready for it. Well, or was it a sit-in? No, it was. It was when I was first here, yeah. and it was. It was my bad habit of like trusting my ability over mm -hmm. preparation, like my own personal practice over like working on tunes. Yeah. And that was my. I I sat in and like and when it got to stuff I knew and, and like the moment, like I could always you know groove well and like all that kind of good stuff like my feels good and that's not a problem. The problem was just not knowing the songs and coming in and I. I played a few gigs with this guy and he had wanted to, he'd talked about setting up a wedding gig and he was like, hey, I got to go with another guy for it because uh, he just knows the songs better. And it was just, it, you could tell it was like, kind of like, sorry, you know, sorry, I kind of offered it to you, but like, you're not prepared. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you, now years down the line, I'm playing with him again. I actually told him the story. I was like, yeah, you know, I you're the, the story. It's interesting. I'm like, you're the first person I ever played with down here. I'm like, yep. and you made me realize that I sucked. <laughs> like like I saw like and that was I was the ultimate lesson like yeah. I was like so thank you like because I have changed how I operate because of that yeah it's now to be, it's songs to be are in your DNA yeah. Like, yeah yeah totally different now and that's one of the things I stress like insanely with like people who are trying to get on Broadway it's like you can only learn I mean and I mean it, it's like props to anybody who does their homework and learns all the standards but it's like it's only like you can only get so good just like listening to the songs over and over again there's so many like like different ways people play the songs on Broadway like this the whole saying there's the wrong way the right way and the Broadway <laughs> and because there's just there's just such little nuances that like everyone has and it's just like a it's just a it's a thing you can only get like the more time you spend down there mm -hmm. and so it's like if anyone's like trying to get in it I would highly suggest like you know not just listening to the songs but going down there as many nights as you can totally and luckily for me when I got here when I like officially moved here I had a little bit of I didn't really have a job, so like I was just I, I just kind of I I had the like I had enough in my savings to like just bum around for two months. So I was just like, okay, I'm gonna just like as I tried doing Postmates for a bit, but I was just like, okay, I'm not making any money doing this. I'd rather be spending the time like going down to Broadway or something like that. So mm -hmm. yep. But yeah, that's just one of the things I stress insanely is just like be be down there as much as you can, and you'll soak in so much more. I wish I would have done that when I first got here that would have been that would have been a, a much better move I didn't know what I was doing first of all uh, but I didn't I, you know I didn't think that I was going to go in that direction but if I once I knew that 
that I that I was interested in doing that and making Broadway though my main source of income. I was like, I should have just been down there every single day. It was a very foolish way that I operated. So you did you did the exact right thing. I mean, you're there now. Though. I mean, also uh, I mean, yeah. you're you're gigging now, and even gigging is also just being there. Like, yes. you're, you're gonna have plenty of gigs where you just eat shit. I know my gig. I my yeah. first gig, I ate major shit. Right. <laughs> it was just. Yeah. Well, the only way it's the the whole like you have to to do well, you have to have experience, and to have experience, you have to do poorly. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So, well, it's interesting point. to hear you two, because you both kind of ended up, I feel like, at the same spot but from different journeys. I feel like you guys also share a lot of similar traits and like values, right? Yeah, we ADD both. much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we both have facial hair. There you go. <laughs> we both have a cat. That we love. Yeah. yeah. Do you actually have a cat? My cat. Uh, <laughs> those are the two traits I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. My cats are uh, with my mom right now, who oh, now lives in uh, Killen, Alabama. She uh, she moved. Uh, she wanted to move close to me, like right after. Uh, um. She basically moved close to me like a year after I moved. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister's in New Zealand, and you know, as much as she'd like to go out there, she's like, well. I can't get in there now because you know <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. She's my sister's fucking crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did she? I mean, was she like really into Lord of the Rings or <laughs> not at all? But uh, wow. she. Uh, That's a fair question. Yeah. I know it is a fair question. No, she's like not into that at all. Surprisingly, but uh, she. Uh, yeah. No. She. Uh, she went to Berkeley, not School of Music, the Berkeley in, uh, in Cal. Yeah, in Cal, okay. and. Um, Berkeley with a Y. Yeah, Berkeley with a Y. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, she was. Uh, she got a degree in history, and then she she was just always like one of those like bookworm. She's the, the complete opposite of me. Like she did AP honors in all throughout high school. I'm just like oh, I'll just get through the general ed stuff and be yep. fine. <laughs> but um, super like just, this has to be perfect and like mm. super uh, in the most loving terms, controlling, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. that just means she's 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 a boss ass bitch, as she'd yeah. like to say. <laughs> but uh, super type A, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, yeah, so she did Berkeley. She was like the person who would like give tours of the campus, wow. and like was like good at it. <laughs> and um, afterwards, she uh, went to Bali to become a yoga instructor. Wow. Just because she's like, I like yoga. I'm gonna do this now. I don't know what I just. I think that's just what she wanted to do. And then she went to. Cambodia and worked at this Holy retreat shit. for a bit. What the I actually fuck? got to go to that retreat at one point. That was my first time outside of the country. Yeah. And um that was a fucking trip. <laughs> but uh <laughs> and then after that she just ended up in she I think while I was hanging out with her in Cambodia, she got a job offer to like work remote, but like work as like uh or work it was like I think it was to work for some retreat booking site. And then she just somehow ended up in New Zealand. She's like, "Oh, it's beautiful there." And then now she's, she's got a fiance, and uh, she's got a house there now. So that she's is chilling. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm like, that was my yeah. second guess. I'm like, well, moved to New Zealand because it's one of the most beautiful places on the planet. That makes yeah. sense. Either, either you're a nerd, or well, sounds like she's also a nerd. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> just not into just, Lord of the Rings. Not that sadly. kind of nerd. <laughs> yeah. the, the other kind. Yeah, both, so both your, kinds are good. Uh, only yeah. sibling. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, three years older. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, she's, uh, I love her to death, but uh, um, I forgot where, where we were going with this. Well, I was so, trying to find out about your cats, but oh, you started yeah. talk, <laughs> talking to me about your stupid fucking family so instead. Stupid family. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. No, yeah, so 
my cats are with my mom and my mom's in Killen, Alabama. So I can come. One of them exclusively likes me. So I guess he's mine. But yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. his name? Calvin. Mm. We named we named the cats Ricky Bobby and Calnot Jr. We call him oh, RB and Calvin names. for short. Oh, yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah, he's a ginger like yourself. Yeah, so right. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I get it. Yeah, my, my hair's red, guys. Yeah. <laughs> for anyone not watching, which is everyone, <laughs> since this isn't video footage for the most part, <laughs> except for some clips. This, this part, will I lose. have red hair, <clears throat> and it burns this room right now. It does. Yeah. Turn it down, man. So I had turn, to turn it down. Right? Turn it down. <laughs> the hair. Thank, thank you for that, by the way. Okay, so I feel like just I would definitely want to keep talking about Broadway. I think there's so much more to talk yeah, about, yeah. but I want to switch gears because I know you've done some tours recently, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's more like one. Or maybe you, are you currently like talk about who you're playing with? And yeah, so um, how that has kind of shaped your drumming? Yeah, so I mean that's like I mean Broadway was definitely like what you know I that was the first like clicking point for me here but i was just like i i know like i want to be on the road and like have a have a good artist gig or something like that is that the end goal you think that's yeah that's the end goal right now yep. I mean, it might change in the future but like right now i just i love playing live and i love the idea of working with what are you looking at me for <laughs> <laughs> I, I might i oh, might so have so a gig for you oh. oh yeah there you go well, shit yeah, I just, 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 Nashville, it just, it just, it just, it literally just occurred Stars, to me in this yeah. moment. So I was like, oh. man, what am I going to do about that? Oh, that's, <laughs> maybe that's that what is. I'm going to do about yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. For sure. Man. We'll take it offline. <clears throat> we'll take, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. But, um, what's his name? No, okay. <laughs> it's with Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't like him. It's not like with Justin Bieber. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't have that kind of pull. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I know. So I, um, yeah, I just started playing with this uh, earlier in uh, in May. I played with this guy named Dylan James, who is uh, I think he was like a contestant on American Idol for a bit, and um, he's signed with Universal now. So um, I got a, just a call through a friend of mine, and uh, who was friends with him. He's like, "Hey, you wanna?" He's trying to put a band together for like a show or two, and uh, so far we've only done like three shows, like over the last summer, basically. But um, with that, I've also played with. Um, guy named Corey Wise. I did a few shows in Wisconsin with him this uh, this summer. And um, lately I got, um, uh, oops, sorry. I got uh, called to play with this guy named Ben Gallagher, hmm. who's, um, he's signed with Quartz Hill Records, which I guess is like a subset of uh, Sony. Hmm. Yep. And um, uh, we got to uh, open for Lee Bryce recently in Reading. And that's when I flew out to Reading. And oh, I remember, yeah, I remember seeing Which that. is funny yeah, because Quartz, Quartz Hill is a street in Reading. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. I didn't even know that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah, absolutely. It was meant to be. <laughs> but yeah, on that trip, I was like, text, I was like, Nathan's like, you got to go here. You got to go here. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm stuck in the venue until we leave. <laughs> like, You missed but, out on some good ass burritos, my I friend. Know. I know. Oof. Sadly, there's I mean, some really good. There's some really good burritos. That's the first Mexican thing food in I'm Reading. Doing when I go back to California is going to a burrito place and get a. Tell you what, yeah, I know where they all are. Just, mm, okay. just call me up. Oh, I will. I'll be like, you turn left here for a burrito. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you need. <laughs> Stop whatever you're doing right now. Turn left. This yeah. go. To, you go to Burrito Bandito. Get a burrito the size of your head. <laughs> like, like your costume. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, what, yeah. yeah. That's what I should do. I should just ha I should go to Chipotle and just have them wrap my head with a tortilla. <laughs> Good idea, Dan. Thank you. I like that. 
and then call that's what you meant, right? Yeah. And call it a boardy mask. Yeah. <laughs> Put some so, eyes there, yeah. Was that but, your first touring gig or had you toured before Nashville? Um yes, yeah, so I haven't like I mean, I haven't really been on a full like like city mul- to city. Like, city to city tour. Yeah. Like I've done like a few, like I think the most I've done is like maybe three back to back. But and that was like back in California. But um I've done like I think two or actually I guess I've done three back to back here. But it's mainly just been a lot of one offs. But uh with this guy Ben Gallagher, I mean, it was you know, like I was supposed to play with him. Uh, it was actually supposed to be uh, earlier this month, uh, October um, like eighth or something like that. We were supposed to go to Pennsylvania because that's where he's from. And um, so he, he, I got the call for that. He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to put a band together for this. I'm like, um, my my drummer's been busy because you know of COVID and everything's the schedule's all messed up. So um, would you be interested? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So then I was. I was planning for that like September or whatever or August I guess Um, and then around like late August or early September I um, he texts me he's like hey what are you doing Uh, uh, I was like so and so date it was like late September I'm like Mm -hmm. what are you doing and I was supposed to be on the road doing um, I was supposed to go to Tin Roof in Detroit and do a few gigs there and I'm like I'm supposed to be in Detroit why he's like oh I got the call to open for Lee Bryce um See if you since you're gonna be on the gig in October, I figured I'd get you on this one. I'm like, give me a minute, I'll yep. find a sub. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because I, I feel like you had texted me? A, a, I did. Yeah. That for that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I did. Yeah. I, funny. Dude, I, I was, remember that. I was like, I was, dude. I, I almost. I'm sorry. Did, I couldn't help no, you. No, dude. Out, it's but, all. It's all good, man. I'm I guessing just, you found somebody else. I did. Yeah. I I got lucky and I found somebody who actually wasn't even in Nashville anymore, but was a solid drummer and actually lived closer to Detroit. He's like, oh, I'll just like, I don't perfect. even have to drive with them. I'll just drive up there and do the gig. I'm like. You're a lifesaver. <laughs> That's great. But um, yeah, so uh, I did that. And that was actually my first time running tracks, which was scary as hell. Mm. And um, But uh, and that's something I'm trying to get better at now because I know that's just like Same. what's going to make you hireable. Yeah, but um, yeah, so with that, I'm uh, I'm supposed to play with Ben again in uh, November sometime, like late November in Florida. And then the Pennsylvania show that we're, we were was supposed to happen in October, got pushed to December. So I'm supposed to do that with him as well. But um staying busy, it sounds like. Yeah. So I got that. Um hopefully um maybe if Dylan James has another call or something, we'll see. <laughs> um I have a guy who I play with um on Broadway right now. Um his name's Bear uh, Bear Riddell. Yeah, and, I was gonna uh, mention that's why yeah. I feel like that's probably who most is that is that like your main act who, yeah he's like my main gig right yeah, now i saw you that was uh fgl house the rooftop yeah yeah he's awesome. and he, he's my boy like it's yeah. funny because we're actually from the same town and oh, didn't we didn't that. we didn't even know each other when we uh uh when we were living in santa barbara um you say but you, just, you said bear adele bear riddell riddell yeah okay. it's awesome. like bear like the animal and then riddell i think it's r e D-E-L-L, I think. Right, because Possibly Bear yeah. Adele was giving me quite an image. <laughs> Bear Adele, yeah. Bear. Oh. <laughs> so I was going to ask too, is his, is, um, is his brother in the band or no? Guitar player? They oh, look yeah. so similar. <laughs> Everyone says that. Right. No, they're just, they're just, fr- yeah, they're just dudes that we met. It's yeah. funny, like, um, uh, I that, that's Preston Bean, uh, yeah. his brother will put on quotes, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I met Preston when I, like, um, on my first... Uh, I guess road gig being in Nashville, um, and uh, he was the guitar player for, it and he was like um, nineteen at the time or something like that, and he was just like this, like everyone had told me, like, oh, he's this like young kid. He says total shredder, and I was like, damn, he really is. Yeah, like, he can play. Yeah. yeah, and then um, at that time we were like, he wasn't really playing on Broadway yet, and uh, we were um, 
me and the bassist of that band, we were like, hey, like, or me and the bassist that we were on the road with, uh, we had just had a practice with Bear because I had met Bear. Um, sorry, I'm bad at telling stories. <laughs> That's good. But yeah. um, yeah, I just, yeah, I met Bear at his uh, audition at Tootsie's when he was like, when he first moved here. And um, I told him like, or like he said, hey, my name's Bear. And I remember like when I was first considering moving to Nashville, a bunch of family friends were like, hey, you got to meet this guy named Bear Riddell. Like, um, he's he's moving to Nashville too. He's a great dude. And I, no one ever gave me a number. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'll probably run into yeah. him. And then I just randomly met him at his audition. So, because um, I've heard that before, like auditions. I was listening to, shout out to the Working Drummer podcast with Matt Krause and those guys. And oh yeah. He recently, I listened to, it was a really good interview with uh, Jake Summers, the Luke Combs drummer. Yeah, yeah. He, he mentions like how he had his own like audition, but it wasn't actually like a true audition. He just considered it an audition. So like, was it, are you saying like you were auditioning or was it his audition? Um, it or was, was it the venue auditioning other acts? It was, it was Tootsie's like, I mean, I don't know if you've seen how Tootsie's auditions their uh, their players, but basically okay. they just have like, it, I don't know if they still do it, but it was like every Saturday they would have, um, I think it was like the morning band or like the two to six band or something like that. Um, they It was like their house band and uh, they would have just random uh, people like singer songwriters get up and like, play some covers oh, i didn't know and, they did that yeah and if the management liked them then they'd you know they'd start booking them on acoustic acts and gotcha. if they liked them even more they'd get them to put I a see. Band so you were there for his audition. yeah i yeah. was just there as it's, i was like the only drummer there trying to like sit in because yeah. like i even put my name down because i didn't know oh it's just for singer songwriters <laughs> yeah. like or it's just for singers like i was just did they call you and or, <laughs> um i just no, i just talked like, to the drummer and they're like oh yeah, yeah. here sit on sit in when someone else is yeah, yeah. doing it and like luckily i got to sit in a few times and then with bear i asked if i can hey do you mind if i sit in during your audition and uh I played Tennessee whiskey with him, and I was like, "Oh wow!" And like after that, he was just like, "Dude, like I'm gonna call you when I get a what band." What a cool story! See, yeah, it's like yeah. it's crazy how like your life could be totally different if you didn't just ask him in that one moment. Yeah, right? I was just like, "Hey," like we were just, I was just talking. But to you him. got the confidence. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> and not many people, I feel like, would would do that. Like I don't know what happened. I think it was just like the rush of being here in Nashville. Yeah, but you I remember, nothing like, to lose, right? The first few months, like I remember having being way more extroverted than I've ever been. I guess because I had to, but yeah. like I remember being like comfortable with it in a weird way. I'm like, oh, and like some of those people I've met through that have become like friends I hang out with today. That's yeah, it feels cool. Yeah, because well, you probably didn't really know a lot of people here, right? No, you moved not here, at all. So, yeah. I mean, I, no. that's how I was. Like, yeah, because I'm generally more introverted as well. But when I moved here, I was like, I don't know anybody, and I'm here for like a mission and a purpose. So I'm gonna be a more outgoing and talk to people, and yeah. It's got me so many opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah, so. And it's, what's nice is like this town allows you to do that. Oh, for sure. Just like just the general vibe. I mean, especially being shell-shocked from like California and stuff like that. And just like, you know, it's not, I mean, I don't want to talk shit, but it's just like, there's just, it's just not the same vibe. That's come up every episode right? yeah. <laughs> for some reason. LA versus Nashville. Yeah. In a good way. I mean, I think we yeah. all respect LA and I have a lot of friends there, but yes, yeah, Nashville is yeah. this very special community. Yeah. You know, it's like the perfect spot to to do that and yeah I, mean, I, I love a bunch of the i've sam i've got a bunch of friends in la but i'm like but i could i just couldn't do that i just couldn't do the la thing yeah so i, I work three restaurant jobs to maintain rent and then yeah. like i just like yeah the, yeah the whole the whole vibe of it just doesn't doesn't uh doesn't work for me no didn't do it man yeah that's why i went i mean i was talking to a. I, I need to listen to the the podcast you guys did with uh with jeff but um he uh <laughs> he was telling me how like he was like ready to like he had a teacher or a mentor who was like hey i, I could set you up with studio work in la or i could set you mm -hmm. up to be a working musician in la yep. but then yep. he's like i'm gonna go to nashville and do this gospel thing and i'm like dude that's like 
he obviously made the right choice, but I'm thinking like that is like some to. That's, it was seriously, a, it was a ballsy move on yeah. this part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like I've got this guy. Like, right. Studio work uh, yeah. in LA versus the unknown of a new city here. Yeah. Like yeah. Major foot in the door. And you're like, oh, I'm okay. Like, it's like, and he's, it's and worked he's out. It. Yeah. It's totally, so yeah. Cool to see. Absolutely. Yeah. Did he talk about that when he was? He yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Check it out, man. It's, it was a really cool, I'm definitely really cool style. hearing him, him share that. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously, he's a very interesting guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, All right, where should we yeah. jump into? So we we're, we're we were talking about, about Broadway and yeah. you uh, we went on a lot connecting with Bear. Yeah. It's just been like, it's really cool to see like where you've come from. And I feel like you are getting really well known among, would you agree, like among drummers especially, but just I feel like people know your name as a Broadway drummer. Yes, yeah. I, and, I, I would say that he is. And yeah. it was, that was the thing when I was trying to jump in, a bunch of people were like, well, do you know Ethan? I'm like, no, damn it, I don't know Ethan, but I keep hearing his name. Somebody introduced yeah. me to this guy. So, like, you went from playing, the you know, the bottom, the morning shifts, and now you're doing, like, doubles and triples. Talk, talk about that. Yeah. How, how um, does that work, going from... Because you do, like, t- 6 to 10, and then literally 10, 10 to, to 2. Close, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of more picked up around the summer, like, you know, like, winter of 2020 and then, like, spring of 2021, I, I was... Um, I had like a main group I was playing with. It wasn't with Bear. Like with Bear, like you know, we were we were playing with Tootsie's, and then the scheduling got all messed up, and like they started booking him without us for some reason. So it was like just whatever. But um, um, in the meantime, he was working on uh getting booked in the High Wire Circuit, which you know owns uh, FGL House, Jason Aldean's mm-hmm. uh, Tequila Cowboy, uh, Miranda Lambert's Casa Rosa. Um, and now that's like where we play. That's like our main thing. But at that time, I was playing with another band, and that was where I was doing a lot of morning shifts. But you know, you know, I didn't want to just keep doing those. So I was just anytime, I would just keep my drums. You know, I would just sometimes I would just hang out like after the gig and just like you know look around, see who needs a play, needs a, a, a sub or whatever. And um, was just you know I was picking gigs up here and there, doing doubles here and there. I think one triple throughout that time, and then it was around. Uh, this summer where I started really getting booked because I started playing with uh, this person named Chelsea Foster um, who plays Kid Rocks mainly. Mm. And um, she, uh, I met her through uh, some other friends at at a party or something like that. And um, uh, eventually she, around May of 2021, she um, was trying to put a band together to go do the Tootsies down in Panama City Beach. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, "Hey," and I'd I'd sub for her like one or two shows because she already had like a main band and a main drummer, um, but um, she but I guess he couldn't do that, so she's like, "Hey, can you do uh, Panama City Beach?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." And then from there, I feel like that's where we all kind of bonded a bit more. And um, around then was when I started becoming her full time drummer, and um, that was when also when Bear started picking up more gigs as well. So I was kind of juggling. Bear and Chelsea mm-hmm. at the same time, and I still and, am doing. And just it, quick, so. Bear, he, I mean, he, they write original music as well. Bear right? has original music. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant to get to that earlier. You're the drummer yeah. for that as well. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I, I don't, I haven't like, uh, I'm not like his like studio drummer or anything okay. like that. Um, I mean, he's had like, uh, you know, dudes take care of that. But um, mm-hmm. live, I'm, I'm his guy. Yeah. Um, if he has a, a show or whatever, but um, we haven't gotten to do as much uh, like of his like. Well, we'll throw his originals in when like we're doing cover sets, even off of Broadway. Like, 
what we'll do a few parties and whatnot. But um, I'm hoping to do like, you know, like it'd be cool if I could do like all original sets with him or something like that. I don't mind doing the covers, but like I think I just he's my dude. I believe in him and I just yeah. I want to see what he does as an artist. So oh, for sure. But, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was mainly just juggling um, Bear and Chelsea this summer and then also getting booked with a couple other friends. Um, Laura Walsh is another person I play with a lot. She does like a lot of like pop and like pop punk stuff which i you know it's like my high school band set list so yeah, uh, yeah. so um yeah i'll like i'll i'll i have like some semi-regular shifts with her and um yeah from there it's just i've kind of like the more i did those like the more i played with chelsea the more i played all these other places like my name started getting around more and there were people who like i maybe met when i first moved but they didn't want to hire me for a gig because like you know they knew i was new and they didn't know like if i knew all the standards or whatnot right. but then they saw me playing and they're like oh like you're they needed that proof yeah yep. yeah you've probably had that experience of yeah oh, where are you playing uh mostly like i play uh, kid rocks main they're like oh okay yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah fine yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah, yeah when you yeah. say when you say that it's like oh yeah, yeah whatever yeah, it's like, yeah, you can, can pick up, up whatever we need to throw at you yeah <laughs> But, um, yeah, so it's just, I don't know, it's just the more, like, those were kind of the, t like, I think playing with Chelsea definitely just, you know, skyrocketed me this summer, I guess. And then obviously playing with Bear and, um, yeah, just enough of that. But, um, and I think just the, like, I wasn't even really trying to be like, oh, I'm going to do doubles and triples. I mean, I think, um, does anybody seek that out? Is that like a, I don't really know. I mean, like, I guess like you just kind of like, it just kind of happens. Right? It just happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like some people, you know, are like, oh, I, I would never be able to do a double or a triple, but it's just like, I feel like, I think in the beginning it was like, <laughs> no, I feel like this I, I could, but yeah. a, oh, you could talk mad, good. I mean, respect yeah. for, I mean, not just drumming, but yeah. just physically, of course. That's just, yeah, sure. It's a grind. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, at least it you is. get to sit for eight hours <laughs> at a time or whatever. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, like I, uh, I think part of it was also like, because at the time, you know, it's like parking on Broadway can be kind of a hassle, and um, I was parking in this lot where you know it was like ten bucks a, like a day, so I would just take that out of like whatever I made on Broadway. But um, I think I got to this sort of mindset where it's like, well, I'd rather make this ten bucks worth it, so if I could pick up a gig somewhere else and I can make that ten bucks mm -hmm. not be as bad. And now, I mean, now I just have a monthly pass for that place. But I think it was just a bunch of mindsets of just like staying down there and then. I think also just felt good to just like be gigging nonstop. I mean, I was exhausted at the end of the day. Like, I don't know what drew me to do it now, but now I just feel like since it's like it's, I think I was also like the the income of it was like oh wow it's like it's it's tiring, but I'm making a lot of money. Making so. really good money. Yeah. yeah. So it seemed like so you're exhausted, but you were just really fulfilled. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're doing what you love. That's why you moved here. Exactly. Yeah. So I why? Was just like, why would you like? I'm guessing you're not like declining a lot of gigs. Like you're saying yes to. More yeah. or less any opportunity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely have to like turn down stuff. Like, right. I definitely turn down a lot of morning gigs now because yeah. it's just like I, if I'm doing late shifts, it's it's hard. Club that, opening is the worst. Yeah, that being said, I'm opening tomorrow, so <laughs> that'll be fun. <laughs> you're closing tonight and opening. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You're but, you're opening tomorrow with Chelsea, right? Yeah, with Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and for her, it's you know, I'll I'll do anything for her because she's just fucking awesome, man. Yeah. But um, I love playing with her too. She's oh, dude, fantastic. absolutely. I need to come out and see you play with her, I dude. She's yet. crazy good. Yeah, yeah, just come out. Yeah, come out tonight. Yeah, yeah. Lord, <laughs> we're both gonna be playing. Yeah, go we're both go in the same building. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you can t you can kill two, <laughs> two stones with that one bird. Yeah, <laughs> can I kill two drummers with the one stone if I throw it in the in the building? 
Yes. It's <laughs> a ridiculous question. No, the key is big stone. Yeah. Little yeah. birds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Angry birds. Yeah. If the stone is big enough, you can kill a lot of How birds. many drummers can I injure so I can get the gig? Yeah. yeah exactly. That's advice for a new drummer. Just injure well, just, the other drummer. Yeah, injure the other drummer. Oh. Break someone's clavicle. If they yeah. have to go to the hospital, that's a good thing. That's what the medics are for. I wish I I wish I knew the name of that skater who broke had the other the other girl's leg broken who was a better do you know who I'm talking about? What? Do you know uh, this, no. this is, Harding? What happened? Was that Tony Harding? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. It was like... like She hired a guy to yeah. go and break the legs of a better skater because she Whoa. was like, oh, I can't win. Documentary was about... No shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was this whole, this whole thing right. that happened. Was that the is 90s? That the, that, that in the Olympics, right? Yeah. Is that what that yeah. movie Tanya was based yeah. off of? I, I Tanya? I Tanya. Right? I haven't wanted to see that. I haven't seen it yet. So. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's gnarly. I mean, anything with Margot Robbie, I'm like, oh, I gotta go see that. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that's what it was about, though. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I I wanted to ask about because because I've been doing a fair fair regular amount of doubles, but yeah. Um, how often, first of all, are you playing like triples? Um, definitely not as often as like I was in the summer. Okay. Um, I got a triple tomorrow, but like it's a split, so morning, and then I get like a break from two to six, and then I'll do six to ten, ten to close. But um, how do you? Yeah. I mean, physically. How do you? How are you feeling after a day like that? Oh, not good. Okay. Yeah. And but like, I, I think it was just. I, I don't know if it's just like. I, again, it's just like I think I. My guess has been that like because the bands I was playing with in my hometown, and no offense to them, I I, I love them to death. We're still on good terms and everything, but I just um. We weren't really gigging a lot. Like we were mainly just practicing and like writing and stuff like that. And I was just the guy who always like, oh, let's get more shows and whatnot. Or, or like, I just wanted to, you know, I'm not like trying to throw anyone under the bus. I'm just saying that's yeah, what you happened. just wanted like, to play. Right. I just wanted to play. Yeah. yeah. And um, we just weren't really doing that with any of the bands I was in. So I was just kind of like, okay, like I think by the time I got to Nashville and I was actually any gig I got, I was just so like, you know, just had years of just like you know not playing enough it's like so. built up energy yeah so i think that it was just maybe it was that that was keeping me like oh yeah of course i'll do another one of course i'll do three a day or whatever yeah but um yeah and then also just i guess it keeps you in shape i guess and I, now i'm like i'm more comfortable on a stage than i ever have been and i guess i didn't have that before even though i was yeah. like i've been playing for years mm -hmm. but now it's like broadway will just put you in that like the stage is like your second home yeah. so yeah but um, I, I've been curious about it for a while because like I don't, and one guy I, I we're going to have on here eventually if we can ever find a way to get him, <clears throat> uh, Nico Medina. Who oh, I, I, I knew you were gonna say him, dude. Because he's like, from what I understand, he does two days in a row, does quads. Yeah, dude. Which is I, how is that even a thing? I yeah. talked to him on his first, like I think he said it was his first quad. He's like, bro, I'm on my first quad, man. I'm like, dude, you're. I, I was already like, dude, you're insane. He's like, I feel like shit, and then like. I saw him like a few days later. I'm like, dude, how was the quad? He's like, I did another one the day after. I'm like, it's like a drug, right? Like once drug. you do one, you just want to keep. Yeah, keep dude. Doing it. Like, well, he's also very fit. It was something maybe that yeah, maybe you're alluding to, like, dude. Connection between health and drumming is so important, right? Like, yeah. What, do yeah. you have any sort of home regimens? Do you work out? Do you have, take any vitamins? <laughs> like, I haven't been. That's the thing. I've been <laughs> slacking crazily in the last like few months. It's just been like. I feel like doubles and triples are like so that I can rest the next few days. Yeah, and that is your workout. At this point, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably not the healthiest. Like I'd like to have another regimen again. Like like I'll do kettlebell stuff or like go for a run every now and then. But like it's just been like any day I'm off now, I'm just kind of like sleeping or just mm -hmm. hanging out, chilling with friends or whatever. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, at some point I'd like to, I'm trying to find that balance now. And, um, I know Nico has said that too, that he was like, he's, um, cause he, you know, he's like, he, he's one of the few guys that got like, he's got his, his feet in both doors. Like he does a lot of road stuff, but then he's also on Broadway when he's not doing that. And that's kind of where I'd like to move into is that area. But, um, he's been saying, I'll like, he's like, yeah, I just, I, I want to find like, it's, it's. I don't feel as like inclined to like take certain gigs now. Hmm. I'm just kind of like, okay, I can enjoy my time off and like, I don't know. He's he's trying to find his balance though, and yeah. that's what I'd like to do. <laughs> I kind of like that going doing two days in a row, going super hard as like a sprint. Yeah, and then and then have the rest of your week just be open. Like, exactly. If you could do, do that, I'm like. Sure, I'll work sixteen hours a day, two days a week, yeah. and then just <laughs> take the next day to just sleep, and then spend, you know, all these other days. That's how I view my free. weekends. Like I'll take two. T- typically, I take Tuesday, Wednesday off now because those are like the two days I feel comfortable being like, okay, I don't need to say yes to that. But like, um, so like throughout that weekend, that's another excuse for like, okay, I'm gonna just fill it up with as many as I can and just you know yep. get through it. Unless I have like some like a gig that I have to practice for then I'll clear some time but like other than that if I you know if I'm my Tuesday Wednesday okay that's my day off okay let's work as much as we can throughout the weekend mm. and um yeah I've done one quad before and I don't think I'll ever do it again <laughs> like even I have my limits so that's it's rough, like yeah. like I, I don't understand how Nico can just uh, probably I mean I, there's no break right the, I mean yeah pretty much I mean unless I mean Every now and then you get a like a singer who can who wants to play drums every now and then. But uh, yeah. I mean, you'll get like some beer thrown your way and yeah, beer, bar food or, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, get a beers do not help you feel better the next oh, day though. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they they slow me down when I play. Like I can only do it if it's like a very 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 chill gig. If I'm doing like a gig with Laura or Chelsea, I'm usually saying no to drinks because mm-hmm. like yep. that's like that's just pure like you know rock stuff. I'm like I need my stamina for that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, like people are constantly trying to buy me drinks on uh, you know especially at tootsies i'm like oh you want to drink bro I'm like no. yeah i'm sorry dude. <laughs> put the money in the bucket like yeah right they, but they want that cash. they want that special i know i'm like i yeah i love a drink my drink is green it is not a liquid it is dollar bills i drink dollar bills yeah. you think it wouldn't go down easy but it does it, it does, does. you'd it be surprised easy, how easy yeah. how easily it goes down <laughs> Um, no, like no, that's the thing. People want people want to buy the drinks because it's like the special connection between you and yeah. It's, it's like oh, it's it's buy like buying. Drink. It's yeah. like do you buy someone you love a Christmas present or do you hand them a hundred dollars? Like oh, get something you like. <laughs> yeah. like. You buy you want, and they're thinking like yeah. this is the same thing. I'm giving you a specific <laughs> gift. I'm now part of the show. Right. It's uh, it seems this these days though. I think showing your love is just like oh just give me cash man or whatever yeah well, here's a venmo yeah, you know? here's my venmo yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. like if you want to buy, buy me yeah. something buy me like a pair of shoes or yeah. something like you want to want to show like if you want a special connection yeah. i'm a, a size 12 wide or a 13 <laughs> yeah. 13 like, i got i've got fat feet just buy, buy me a nice yeah buy a me pair some. of shoes that don't have glass shards from the tootsie's back alley in them oh my god <laughs> Dude, I did that the other day. I stepped. I didn't cut myself. Surprise! Told me this. Yeah, that's so. I would have just oh. been like a free tetanus right there. <laughs> just like, oh, um, and that ground, that ground in that alley is a special, deep kind of filth. It really is. People, people <laughs> like there, there. Every are, time I go back, it looks like the Iron Giant threw up or something like that. Yes. <laughs> it's just like because there's what still liquid with there? it too. It's Ugh. just pure filth, man. You, the fact that we walk through it daily. Yeah. We're just 
we're building up our immune systems to a level that people oh, yeah. people don't even no understand. Idea. Like germ, yeah. germ warfare won't even affect us. Yeah. Like, ha, that's so cute. Yeah. It's like a second Chernobyl. You guys are just walking through it. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. Board, it's borderline radioactive. That's it's for sure. So there, I wouldn't be surprised to, yeah. to find. Some, I love it. And right next to that is right. the Ryman. So, you know, so. Right, <laughs> right next door. There it is. Yeah. The historic. Ryman, <laughs> next to the dirtiest oh, thing gosh. you've ever seen. Keep all the filth outside yeah. of those walls, man. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that alley. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a special place. Yeah. Have you done a quad yet? Oh no, I have no. not. I the I think have I even ever done a triple? I don't even know if I I might have done a short triple what with like like a, a two and a half you know how htc has those like two hour ones mm-hmm. that i think i, I might have done one never like a full 12 hour triple yeah that's sounds just like not what i want in i think you could do it i could probably I think both of you guys could handle it oh, you guys yeah. are lean like, that, I, that's what it takes it's just, i want you just yeah. to just to say i can and just to go through it and just yeah. to like connect with people that do that like, and, like wants, talk to them yeah. about it and just like it's like a rite of passage you know yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> if i just at some point I, I would need to like hold up a picture of david goggins or something and just yeah like, <laughs> like i can i can do this <laughs> Stay hard, dude. My friend, one of these guys I was on the road with, showed me like this, like uh, it was like a David Goggins parody, and it's like I used to say David, Go- you know, I would think like David Goggins quotes when I'm in moments like that, but now I just think of the parody because oh, like no. it was like he's like because he has the whole line, "Who's gonna carry the boats?" and like, but what this guy was saying like, "You can't bring the boat crew too," and I was just <laughs> that's what goes in my head now. <laughs> I'm just like that's like the. Uh, the did you ever get into? The David Blaine parodies, was that before, no. that was before, it would have Wait, been a little bit before your time. Like the the magician. The magician. There yeah, was oh, a, no. a while back. There was this guy who did these parody video. It was a parody of David Blaine, and he would just show. It was always the same guys. He would like, oh god, oh David Blaine, no, not again, not again, David Blaine, and he would just like, where's where, what are you what are you drinking there? I'm oh, I'm drinking an, an orange soda. Okay, yeah. who cares? Who cares what I'm drinking? Oh yeah. Well, why why don't you like tell tell me tell me what happens when you urinate? He's pissing orange soda. <laughs> God damn you, David David Blaine, you demon person! <laughs> oh oh, it's it, it was this uh, even like a parody of David Blaine or just a parody of the reaction to David Blaine? Uh, all of it, like, all because oh it's all all of his stuff <laughs> is so mind bending. <laughs> like, well, yeah. here's that, dude. Is he even a magician? Magician or is he just like just like? Like Stuntman, like point. He's all of the above. Everything. Did you ever see his? He did a great TED talk on how because he set the initially he set the world record for breath holding seventeen minutes. Oh wow! Yeah, he he was he talked about how he I I love this. uh, He he actually like gave a very emotional TED talk about like breaking the world record for holding your breath. He's like, well, I, I talked with such and such about doing like can we make a device that I could that I could ingest or like put like kind of basically put into my lungs that would recycle the air and it was like did all these things that's what magicians do they're always on the the they work with fringe technologies and things mm-hmm. like that that's how they make their the most they're very it's the combination of creativity and and new technologies and things like that it's an awesome thing but he was like then I eventually came to the conclusion that I should just try to break it for real and he did. He just just stitched oh, every, every morning. I didn't know that. He was like, "Yeah, you should definitely watch it." But he talks about it every. 
every morning before I'd get out of bed, the first thing I do when I'd wake up is he would hyper, hyperventilate, hyperoxygenate, hold his breath for as long as he could. And then when he had to, had to exhale, he would exhale and then he would hyperventilate. He'd do that three or four times every single morning and he would time himself to see how long he'd get it. Eventually, Damn. he wow. set the <laughs> mother effing world record for 17 for minutes. Static apnea, it's called. Yeah. That's wild. It's been it's been beaten, but since you know, then, yeah. There's I think there it's at like 22 now. What's but. wrong with people? <laughs> we're meant to just go play drums. Yeah. Yeah. That? <laughs> yeah, at that point you could you could take a nap while holding your breath. Right. Yeah. That's pretty. Does that count? A breath held nap. Like. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Might be the most peaceful sleep you've ever had. Yeah. Possibly. Know. Or maybe you die. Next to a coma. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Why well, didn't break that? What's record? it called yeah. when you when you're napping and you don't breathe? I think that's called death. <laughs> I think that's what that's called. I'm no scientist. Yeah. But. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but it feels like that's called being dead. <laughs> Sounds like a Norm Macdonald bit. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. By the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Too, I've been watching too. so much of his stuff lately. Dude. Now me I'm not too. <laughs> Oh my I need to get into him. I was yeah. never a huge like. Dude, he's so funny. <laughs> yeah, never a huge fan. He, I, I loved Norm, but I, I had not digested a whole ton of his material. Everything I'd ever encountered, I was like, this guy's a freaking genius. Yeah. But then I just, since he died, same thing. I've been watching go just back nonstop. I'm going, oh my gosh, he really might have been the greatest of all time. He's just. It, there's just no one like him, he's, and he's just apparently like that everywhere. It's not just an act; like that's just who he is, or yeah. Who he was, it's just yeah. like it, you ever hear his bit on teachers? No. On, on he was like he's like I uh, say uh, you know uh, t- the uh, t- the greatest heroes in the world are uh, are uh, teachers. Yeah, uh, I thought that maybe uh, the, our greatest heroes were uh, you know our greatest heroes. So, maybe like. Tell that to a firefighter, like just like <laughs> this teacher gets up and she's just berating him for this, and he and he just ripped her to shreds in his very normal way. She's asking, she's like, it, blah, 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 "Are you retarded?" He's like, "Did you just call me retarded?" <laughs> oh, teachers aren't supposed to say that. Yeah, you're like, you're like I don't think you should be a teacher. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like she's completely pissing her it's off. Like, it's like um, this hero just called me retarded. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> dude. He was just unbreakable to that man. Yeah. Oh my God. Greatest of all. So funny. Mm. Uh, man. Who else do you like in the world of comedy? If you're if you're oh, listening to a dude. bunch of Norm. Oh my God. Louis C.K. is my guy. Oh yeah. He has a whole thing on the word retarded. Yeah. Is, he does. It's part of a skit, which is I think genius. It's so funny. Because obviously it used to be an. It's. I mean, it's still. It was a technical a scientific term. term for yeah. people that were retarded and right. disabled and. But now it's just become a societal thing where we don't use it. Right. Yeah. But he, so he goes like, well, did we tell them that? Right. Like, did we go back to them and be like, listen, Johnny, you're no longer retarded. Oh, yeah. That was from his new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, you mean I'm cured? And the guy's like, oh, you mean I'm cured? And he's like, no. No. We're, no. we're not even working on it. Yeah, not not <laughs> it's awful. And he does impersonations that I'm I not going to do oh, here. I need to rewatch. Yeah. I forgot about that. So I, I thought, remember that bit. Now. He was my favorite. And he obviously got canceled, and then like I didn't realize he was back. Yeah, he's yeah. But he's, he released he that goes special into through it. his website. Yeah, yeah, I bought that. It's hilarious. It's so he funny. goes into his like sexual yeah. thing that got him canceled, and that was the most legendary. Great. It's like if you're gonna do, wait, let me finish. That that was just but yeah, you can't. Yeah. yeah, that was such a legendary. I quote that whole thing. Oh, it's so yeah. good. <laughs> Ask, are you sure? Then just don't <laughs> fucking do it. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> just then, just don't do it. 
Obama knows my thing. <laughs> like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> dude, watch this podcast get canceled in five years. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, I know. This this might yeah. get edited out. Yeah. <laughs> this is like we, just we'll even see. even just using even just using the word retarded to describe <laughs> so, something that someone else said is like yeah. we're v- verging on on getting canceled. <laughs> no, we're, we're, keep, we're keeping it in. Yeah. Fine. Hey. Rogan supports us. <laughs> okay, switching topics, kind of. <laughs> Sort of related. Something I'm always curious about because you know, for me, my full time, I'm in marketing. I do a lot with social media. I know, like, we're all on Instagram and Facebook, and I know, like, I'm always curious of people's like mentality towards like marketing themselves and using specifically like Instagram for. Because I know you've done a lot of content. I think what sets you apart. um, You've probably seen some of his videos, but like, you've been. Like posting clips from Broadway, but like it's not just like a, a GoPro. It's like the sound, like the audio from the board, yeah. and it's like super high quality. Yeah. I had never really seen that before. It was, um, yeah, it was a trick. Jack, uh, Jack Thomas, who's another uh, Broadway guy, um, yep. he plays with a band called The Outliers. Uh, he, uh, he told me, or I saw his videos, and he was doing that basically. Uh, like I just saw he had like it was like def- I could tell it was phone audio or phone video footage, but yep. like the but it was like right next to the kit and it wasn't clipping. And I asked him, "Yo, how'd you do that?" Yeah. And he's like, um, I just got an iRig 2, which I guess is, you know, a little device that's made for yep. guitar players. But uh, he said since he brings his ears and a little mixer downtown with him, um, he's like, just plug the iRig into the phone and then throughout the other end with a quarter inch, just plug it into the main out on your mixer. And it takes a little bit to get the, you know, the levels yep. right. But And obviously I've I've noticed that like certain, certain clubs, like the mix isn't quite there and it's like really quiet and I can't use some, like there's a lot of yep. footage I have that I just can't use because it's just yep. like. It just didn't work out. So, like, when did you start doing that? When did you make um, that decision to, like, I'm going to start putting out content? Yeah, and, like, I just, um, I think it was, well, like, be, like, middle of summer or something like that. I forget when the first video was. But, yeah, I want to say it was, like, a few months ago. Actually, I want to back it up even further because I've seen, I went back to your, your channel doing oh, yeah. some research. <laughs> and you were doing, like, the, di- I don't know if it's a name for it, but, like, the dialogue drumming. Yeah. You know what that is? It, like, it's playing nice. along to, like, bits and That's sound take, bites and news clips. So many and, people are doing that now. Yeah. And, like... Like I mean, I got. I mean, I of course like it definitely wasn't my idea. I'd seen a couple other people doing it, and uh, but yeah, I just I wanted to try it, and like I found out I had like a knack for it, or like (laughs) I I was actually like able to come up with like a full video within like a day's worth of playing. Never tried that. I feel like I'd be good at it too. I mean, did you like chart out what you were gonna do? Like, was it? No, I'm I'm more of a like a like I can I'm better at learning songs just by listening and. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have charts on Broadway at all? Or? No, I do have charts like, on Broadway. For okay. that, that was like the first time I actually was like, I learned the national number system. I'm like, okay, now yeah, I, I have to. I was going to ask you that as well. Yeah, yeah, like I definitely had to learn it for that. And yeah. I was like, like, that just made my life a lot easier. But for those videos, no, I just kind of, I would find a clip I liked or thought was like, you know, had some rhythmic qualities to it. And I would just put it in GarageBand and just loop certain parts until I come up with a beat and then move yeah. on and then try to do the whole thing in one take. And, um, I feel like that's where maybe your jazz roots kind of come in. Yeah, I mean, right? dude, it definitely helps. I kind of hear. It. Oh, yeah. sorry, I mean, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, Rona for you and you. Everybody gets. I already have it. Yeah. Oh, so we, yeah. you guys are cured from Broadway Street, so I think we're good. Oh yeah, yeah. We got a special then, type of music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was um, yeah, definitely like, like even that one year studying under like as a jazz studies major, like I definitely like got some stuff that like really opened up my. Like muscle memory and all that it's like you know the whole saying oh with any drummer it's like you want to better learn jazz it's like it, it's a, it's there's a reason people still say that because it's yeah, just it's, yeah. it really is just such a way to just a perfect way to open up your 
your limb independence. Yeah. So I couldn't agree more, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I think it's, it's great for limb independence and it's really great for, for comping things. It's, it's, it teaches you to pay attention to dynamics in a very special kind of way. Absolutely. Like there's a lot of things like when people start soloing, there's a habit that rock players in all genres have, which is there's, they're soloing. I should get louder. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, and that can be cool. That's, that's not a, that's not like, there's not a hard and fast rule that says you shouldn't do that. But it can also be cool if someone starts soloing, if you bring your volume down. Yeah. Like when you watch Snarky Puppy, when someone starts snow- soloing, most of the time, the rest of those dudes, whoop, yeah. wait, they bring the volume down at least 20%. And like physically live, I've actually seen them when they played a very small stage. They played bass bash at, at Anaheim. Was it Larnell Drummond or was it? A- no, it was Sput. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, I've seen them both. Oh, dude, so good. If you're right, but then the, then the louder parts come out because then yes. you just look accentuated. Yeah. It just it you know. just gives them more of a spotlight. You're like, okay, yeah. this is this is your moment. You should shine. I want you. I want you to have that. Yeah. That's my dad talked about the hundred percent rule. Like, like, well, you know, uh, and this is again, this is some sort of. This isn't exactly true, but there's truth in it. Like, well, sometimes like music has this one, this theoretical 100% thing where everything's happening. Like, there's like there's no space left. Like, well, if, if someone's playing 80% of that, you shouldn't try to play at 82. You should bring it down to 10% and let the other guy play another 10%, and then that never third heard guy that rule. Play. I like that. Yeah. Like let yeah, let sense. there be you know space makes it, but. There are, there are also moments when it's cool when everyone's going crazy and you see that sure. in bands like Cream, yeah. <laughs> like like in the cr- yeah. the cross when during the solo in Crossroads, Jack Bruce and uh, is also going ham on the bass and Ginger Baker's going bananas. Mm-hmm. Like in this, it's like you kind of think of it as Eric's moment, but it's not. They're all going crazy. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, there's something special about that too. Yeah, anyway. dynamics important, man. Yeah, but that's that's. Jazz it's, gets it's, you in there. It's, ev- <laughs> it's evident in your playing that you've done that study. So, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite. Back to the videos, quick. Like I, I saw you did like a contrasting gig, like oh, montage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. It was like here's two gigs I played 24 hours apart in like yeah. different cities, and it was like, and it was comical because it was like literally like jazz, yeah. and then you were playing. It was yeah, Sweet it was Home like, Alabama, or you know, it was a Stacey's mom kind of thing. It was like old. I was doing a Conway Twitty Loretta Lynch tribute <laughs> band, <laughs> and then. The next day, we drove through the night, and then the next day, I played Kid Rock's Main and was doing all the small things. But I was with yeah. this guy named CJ Fiandra, who's like one of the funniest motherfuckers on Broadway. Oh. <laughs> he just like will replace any word he can. like. I, I I sing a little bit on Broadway, and like one of the few songs that. I sing is Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Oh, hell and really? Like oh, the first song. time I played it with him, I could not stop laughing. He fucked me up entirely because every time I said, "Would you still call me Superman?" He would go, "You." <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> uh, "I don't know this guy, dude. He's hilarious." Like, like Soldier yeah. Boy, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah Soldier Boy, oh, you. Oh, like, just lost it. He'll just and like during that whole like she left me roses by the stairs. He was like she left her panties by the oh, stairs. Yeah. I look good in her. Her underwear like i think that was, was the clip you used yeah it was just, such a contrast because like the like, gig <laughs> i was doing before was just like we're trying to you know it's for a bunch of older people and they're like we're like you know it's like this was like the like you know conway twitty was like the the sex symbol back in the day you know he's like he was doing stuff that was a little risque and like that was just you're like a black Darwin. shirt on like yeah dress shirt you know yeah pants. it was just such a formal <laughs> gig and then i'm like driving through the night and i'm like okay let's get all 
down and dirty on Broadway. <laughs> Love it. So you, you really have to be a chameleon in that sense. Yeah, I think we all yeah. do, but I feel like you especially absolutely like, kind of thrived yeah. on that, right? No, I mean, that's like, and that's the funny thing is like, I remember like when I was, I think back to this now when I was just like, when I was first learning to play and I was just only into rock and I just like, I, anytime someone told me I had to turn down, it always bummed me out because I'm like, oh, this is like, this is where I want to express myself or, yeah. or you know, whatever view you have, but it's just like, now I look forward to, especially doing doubles and triples, I kind of look forward to quieter gigs now because I know it's like, okay, this is just going to be chill. Especially if it's like the last gig, I just know like, okay, I can just chill. I don't have to right. exert myself too much. But um, one of my favorite triple, like I for some reason still remember this, was like one of my favorite triples I did was uh, three just, it was the first one was at Johnny Cash. It was just all country, old, new, whatever, no rock. And then the second gig was at Metal, uh, Metal Mondays at Mer uh, Mellow Mushroom. Mm. And it was just like straight, you know, Black Sabbath. That was my first, gig. Oh, really? my first Broadway gig. Yeah. Oh, really? At Mellow Mushroom? Well, I, I sat in. At Mellow Mushroom? Yeah, it was like a Sunday. It was during the pandemic and it kind of sucked. Oh, really? <laughs> anyway, I didn't <laughs> oh, know. No, no, no. Yeah, who, who are we sitting in with? Uh, do you know JJ Flores? Yeah. Oh, did you sit with the Mexicans? Yes. Dude, I I, sh I need a throat. Well, it was, a it's actually out. kind of a funny story because I was yeah. kind of my background. Like I was... Uh, Cause I'm not really trying to do Broadway a whole lot, but I was trying to at least get in, get my foot in the door and, and play it because I wanted to do it and meet people. So I'm part of the National Drummers Facebook group, and I I made some posts on a weekend about how do I like get in? Like anybody got any connections or can I sub? And he was like, Yeah, come on down tomorrow. And like, and then he was texting me. He was like, Now I realize like he was just joking because he was like, Oh, you got to learn like these five songs and it's got to be this, this, and that. Then I get there and like we didn't do any of that music, and it was like. It was totally chill, but I was very stressed and because I was picturing like, oh my god, I'm playing Broadway. I listened to all the songs. That's JJ. But then like I sat in for two. I only played like twice. I wasn't actually like sitting in. It was just. I mean, I was, but it was you know, we just took two songs and that was it. But he'll just he'll give you that platform. But yeah, I was like, dude, yeah. thank you. I don't even know you. Thank you so much. I couldn't believe he did that, dude. JJ, yeah, like, really cool. He, yeah. I need to give him credit where credit's due because he was also kind of one of the guys that really threw my name out in the beginning oh, too. Wow. Yeah. Like he. uh but like he'll like he'll break you in, but like he'll bust your ball. He's not afraid to bust your balls. That's funny like, they both had that yeah. similar kind of a. Experience. If I if I could tell my story of how I met him, yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's too funny, and I it still <laughs> makes me cringe, but I just have to say it. <laughs> um, it was um, so I was just like I think it was like my second month being here. I was just you know walking up and down Broadway, just saying hi to people, and um, I saw him and uh, uh, Mijo, who's uh, the, the other guy in Mexicans, and. Uh, he um they were playing an acoustic shift at crazy town when it was crazy town and not casa rosa and um he uh uh i just uh, like i don't know what prompted me to do this is the stupidest decision on my part but for some reason i put, I, put, I put my my business card in the tip jug Ooh. yeah yeah it was so <laughs> bad and like but what was amazing is, like, you know, he still gave me shit for it. Don't get me wrong, but and as he should have. But mm -hmm. like, he 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 put a picture of it on Facebook on the uh, National yeah. Drummers thing. Yeah, he, he, he he blocked out my info so no one could look me up. So a funny. couple people did. And, yeah, you know, yeah, were yeah. like, you know, had some pretty things to say. But like, yeah. it was uh, it was he was like it, like he said like, man, I guess I gotta call this guy if I ever need to stop. I feel like, like I've ever seen that. Dude, yeah. he gave me and like know so many you. people were like commenting, oh wow, that's how you don't get a gig on Broadway. So funny. And I immediately learned. I'm like, oh, like, oh no. I'm like, uh, but, but look, was, but like, look so, at you now. Like it's yeah. No, he, he told me later. He's like, dude, I'm just giving you a hard time. 
come yeah, back yeah. here and like he still that's tells amazing. that story to anybody we like that's i'm so with funny. and like but after that he let me sit in and like he was cool and he's like oh dude yeah you're, you're cool I was just yeah. like just don't do that shit again and i'm yeah. like fair enough <laughs> but, so funny. well yeah because yeah. that's because that's not that's not terrible it's just like well I like like well it's not it's not gonna work but yeah. it, but it's not it's not like so cringy that that's that's like lose yeah. lose your friends over something no, like that. Like lose you know? respect. Yeah. Just, and it, you know. it, it means a lot that he was able to see that and like not like just yeah. see me as an asshole or whatever. But um, he had your back. Yeah, for sure. That's, just, that's not an that's not an asshole move. That's just like uh, don't, I don't like, know what to do, so I'm put, giving you this. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm for sure. I think that was like the day like my introvertedness was just peeking out. I'm just like, I didn't want to talk to anybody, but I was like still forcing myself to be there. Yeah. And I just wanted it to be quick. And I was just like, I'm not making an excuse for it, but I'm just thinking that's probably what was in my head and why I would do that. But, really quick. I want to ask you about that. So you, you said your introvertedness was peeking out. Um, are you, are you naturally extroverted or introverted? Do you know? Oh, do you naturally know where you, introverted for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, that's the funny thing is like, I've definitely, enjoyed people a lot more these past few years being here yeah just like i've realized like how much i can like in a way like i know deep down like my recharging point comes when i'm when i have some time to isolate just yeah, be by myself. yeah that, that's how i am yeah that's, i mean that's how introverts are exactly yeah would but, you say like kind of at least for me like playing drums is that escape like i can be extroverted on the drums yeah but definitely. even in that sense i'm still alone i'm isolated behind the drums yeah. you know what i mean I'm not, as, i can never be a front man or a singer oh dude forget about that this one band I play, this one band I play with, like they, uh, the singer, he likes to play drums every now and then, but he'll he'll make me get up and sing, and I fucking hate doing that. Like I'll sing a few songs, but I hate. Um, I feel like Ricky Bobby. I'm just like I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, <laughs> is it Clay? What is it Clay? It's Clay. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It's dude. Yeah. He, I'm like, dude, please. If I'm gonna sing, let me just stay behind the kit. Yeah, he keeps asking. He keeps asking me anytime. Anytime I play, I'm like, you sing? I'm like, no, yeah, no, no. no, I'm not doing yeah, that. <laughs> but um. But yeah, no, it's, uh, but that being said, like, I think weirdly in this, in this, like over this past summer, I feel like I've become a lot more of an extrovert or like, I, I don't, I actually enjoy being with people. Like the other day I was, I, I got invited to this party and I was just like, uh, I didn't, I don't really want to go because I, I was already just having like, uh, you know, one of those days and, <laughs> but like, and I figured like, oh, I just need to recharge and be by myself because I played throughout the weekend. But then I just, I'm just gonna make myself go. And it was like the best decision I made. And I just... Mm -hmm just had a good time and then there was people i didn't know but it still felt good so i still definitely think i'm more introverted but like i just i definitely enjoy people a lot more than i used to even like a year ago yeah um i forget what it got us on the subject but uh i just straight up asked you if you were an introvert <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now i'm gonna ask you are you 80 <laughs> severely yeah. yeah severely yeah yeah i feel like it's been bubbling up even more now these past mm -hmm. like because like, I used to take like, um, like, like I tried Adderall for a bit. I, I was on like a different Adderall like drug. Mm -hmm. um, my parents put me on it when I was diagnosed. And then like, um, I stayed skinny as hell throughout like high school and stuff because it just, you know, kills your appetite. And yeah. like, I just wouldn't eat till dinner time. But, um, and I took it like halfway through, uh, uh, through San Jose State or through my year at San Jose State. And, um, but then I just like it was just I just felt miserable and yeah. like my, my my parents were just like look like if if you don't feel like yourself just stop taking it I'm like okay that's fair and luckily by then I actually didn't even really need it to study I was still able to maintain good grades and everything but yeah. um but yeah I'm I've almost considered like going back on something like that now just because I feel my brain just going in a bunch of different directions lately and it could be distracting. <laughs> 
I've, I've felt that I was, I was medicated throughout my childhood as well. I, you know, I tried Ritalin or was given Ritalin when I was little. And then that, I think that they said that made me like twitchy. Oh yeah. And, and so I got moved to, to Adderall and I was on Adderall for years. <clears throat> and, uh, I ultimately, I came to the conclusion, um, around 11 or 12, so, somewhere like somewhere fairly young. I was like, you know what? I'm not me. Like I'm like I, I'm not. I'm essentially <sighs> depending on a substance to make me functional in some way. And I'm like, no, I don't like that. Mm, I, don't, yeah. I don't like that idea. And so I just, I just cold turkey went off of all of everything because so I was on that and um, also Paxil, which I found out later was a terrible thing, a, a thing that you want to avoid going cold turkey off because people experience these like electroshocks throughout their spine like they really? talk about oh, wow. this yeah this experience of like getting lit up in the spine did you get that i did not i wow. had no anything i just <laughs> just had my regular life back my regular distracted um whatever life <laughs> but, twitchy life. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm always twitchy guys i just turned the twitchiness up <laughs> um but yeah dude well that's well, again, to, to bring it back to the meditation thing, is we're now we're going full circle. That's been very helpful for me. Um, when I, and I've not been regular enough about it, it's really, it really, I beat myself up about it, I sh- which is very anti-meditation of me. I need yeah. to not do that. But when I do regularly meditate, when I have regularly meditated, I've noticed an uptick in my ability to focus on things. And moreover, what I really notice is I don't get stressed about having 50,000 things in front of me that I have to do. All, all of that stuff, because if, you're, you're, if your neurodivergence uh, is anything like mine, then probably you, when you, you have things you need to deal with, you're thinking of them all at once. And you're like, oh, it's, yeah, it's really a lot. Very much. Yeah. Um, meditation for me is a way that those things, those voices that are screaming for attention all these all still exist but rather than surrounding you they get in single file yeah like i'm like oh that's that's cool i can actually deal with you yeah. one at a time does it help you prioritize those things too yes yeah. absolutely like oh cool you're important but but can be taken care of later and we'll talk about you like you're important and need to be taken care of now great we're dealing with you one thing at a time and that's yeah that's uh yeah. Highly recommend to anyone, anyone at all, especially people who have some sort of ADHD. I did actually for a minute because when my sister worked at that retreat in Cambodia and I went out and visited, I did like the retreat for a week. It was basically like yoga, meditation and stuff, like yeah. more center on meditation. And I remember like at the time I'd just gotten out of San Jose and I was like already feeling kind of like a loser and I just felt like, hmm. like, you know, I just didn't really feel like I fit in anywhere. And like I remember learning to meditate just for those like five days like i think by like thursday or something like that i like afterwards i'd realize like this is probably like the most peace i've had inside me for like my entire life like it was just and like from there you know i meditated during now and then but it was just like i never i didn't stick with it isn't that interesting though but i remember like that was like the like i feel like my whole life i've always had like something bouncing in my head like a song or you know, like even even if it's a good thing, it's just like there's always but it's, something. Oh, going but it's on. something. Yeah. And I remember, like, like by Thursday, it was the first time I actually just heard nothing. 
I, don't know, I was able to just be with, like having I was having dinner with everybody. I'm like, oh, hey, like <laughs> that's such an interesting thing because when you we talk about that, that's the most peace I ever had in my life, and yet, and this is not this is me talking for myself as well, and yet we don't pursue it as regularly as we should. We're like, why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> when that made my life so much better? What what explanation can there be yeah. except the vo- those voices in your head? want to have control yeah they, they want to be yeah, yeah i just i just want to ha- i want to have an input in what you're doing right now i'm like yeah. shut the fuck <laughs> up no i'm like yeah. this is, and so this is me i'm committing to uh, i'm gonna restart my practice today every day okay that's it i don't ca- i don't care what it is if it's five minutes or ten minutes i'm gonna do it every single day it's mm. the power of a noisy world though it's just like, it is it's just like it'll just suck you back in even if you know it's like it's bad. You're just like, oh, it's, it's too too noisy. Can't hear you. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, the the one what I have been doing semi regularly is, uh, do you know who uh, Vim Hoff is? It's spelled like Wim, but he's Dutch. Mm-hmm. It's Vim. He's the guy. He's called the Ice Man. He set world records uh, for cold exposure and all these different things. He's a brilliant guy. But his whole thing is based on two things: Ex- exposing yourself regularly to cold cold water either ice bath, cold shower. He really likes the ice bath um, and his breathing technique. And he's, I'll send it to you. You should check yeah, it out. Please. But he, they, in, they even injected him with these toxins. He's like, yeah, they had, had them inject me with endotoxins, which should make me uh, present like the, all these symptoms of like these diseases. And he's able to shut down that response. He's, he's like, I can, I can activate my immune system how I want and they're like, oh, you're, you're some freak. He goes, no, I'm not. I can teach you to do this in two weeks. So he actually has a, a course where Whoa. he brings people in and they do the same. He can send, he'll send them to the same lab and they, they'll inject them with these toxins. And it's the same result. They can turn, they can turn on or off their immune response. It's insane. So, but I've been doing it before bed. And when I do it before bed, I sleep so much better. I fall asleep so much faster, and and I like I wake up more rested. But it's mm-hmm. but again, it's the same thing. For some reason, I, I don't want to do it. I get not, home at yeah. night. I'm like, no, nah, I'll just fall asleep right now. Right. Yeah. Like, like, and then it takes me like half <laughs> an hour to fall asleep, yeah. or it would take me five minutes if I finish that thing. Which you guys know the band Periphery? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Halpern. He does uh, ice baths. Yeah, he's always posting about. Oh, really? His Instagram will do pictures of him just in a freaking ice bath oh shit or it's yeah. like not a bath but he has like a weird like he's got the he's got the called? It's like he's a, got a it's, like it's a barrel plastic yeah, barrel. barrel yeah yeah i've been i he's wanted to get one because of seeing him mm-hmm. in that thing yeah. yeah shout out to matt yeah. felt fellow minel family fellow yeah. pearl yeah. artist as well <laughs> true oh, hey. how about that well, Dual i'm not relation. an artist you're not an artist <laughs> no but Close but you work for him so <laughs> well maybe if maybe if you ever run into the guy we can have him on here he's not a nashville guy but yeah. i'll give a do it fuck he'll be in the ice barrel as we talk to him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your start <laughs> yeah. maybe, but maybe that turns out to be his caveat yeah we can talk but only for the the amount of time that i'm in the barrel yeah <laughs> we gotta get you, get you to your gig but let's let's do some closing yeah some questions yeah. uh i'm sure we have a few other quick things to ask you uh, just kind of along those lines, do, are you endorsed by any brands or? Um, uh, nope. What's your like current setup like? Um, playing these days. I mean, you know, it's if it's not a Broadway kid, I have a Gretsch renowned maple that I got um, just a year ago. It was like my little gift to me. I'm like, okay, I, I play for a living now. I better get a kid I really like. <laughs> so sure. mm-hmm. I got um, I, yeah, I got myself a four P or 
yeah, it didn't come with a snare, so I guess three-piece uh, Gretsch for now maple. Um, uh, 13, 16, 24. Hmm. kick i had i wanted the 24 kick for so long and i love it so much but um yeah those i've been uh a soldier guy for a bit um uh you know i might change that i know you might honestly i'm after today we're gonna we're gonna both try out that ride yeah dude i want to try that thing out so bad i'm just um i don't know like i just it's just still just what i've known my whole life and sure. I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm, I'm not talking shit i love no, the products ever, ever like, present and they're they yeah. are who they are for a reason of course yeah, exactly that's just yeah. what i know and uh the sweet i'm i'm a huge fan of rides you can crash on and the sweet ride has not been beaten for me so that's you ever uh, play the jojo mayor the sabian ride the no. omni ride it was called oh yeah i had I, that I, and i, I sold it one. It was cool, but it just really wasn't versatile enough, like for the yeah. gigs I was doing. That was the, that was the same experience I got. I just I, I wasn't super super fan yeah. of it. It's a nice ride, it, but I just yeah. as a crash ride, I, I couldn't get behind it. But um, yeah. But um, yeah, no endorsements. Uh, just playing the gear I like. Um, <laughs> yep. Vader sticks, I guess. What size you usually play? A five B wood tip. Nice. Yeah, just standard. It's just like the easiest thing to buy in a brick. <laughs> that is yeah. true. Yeah. Then again, I don't buy bricks anymore because they always come out warped, so I just buy them pair by pair now. That but. is so frustrating. Why <laughs> Why are they putting all the warped? Well, I know why. Never mind. I'm not going to even ask that question out loud because it's obvious why they're putting all the warped sticks in a brick. Yeah. You won't get to check them, sucker. <laughs> you're not going to yeah. give the old roll test here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I've never been so anal about sticks in my life now. Now that I'm like, because it's like, you know, it, it bums a gig out if you're playing a fucking warped stick. I used to just get through it. I'm like, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, but now I'm like, hey, dude, I'm doing this every day for a living. I better enjoy yeah. myself. Like, yes. So, did you yeah. ever play back bay drumsticks? Hmm. Bro, ever heard that? Bro, back bay. Yeah, they were a cheap, cheap ass brand. I, I, mean, I don't even know if they still exist. I might have bought like I think when I was first starting out, I might have bought a brick from them, just seeing like how cheap they were and being like, oh, it might have been. It may have been a different brand. But... What about a okay? What about CB? You remember CB? No, I don't. That, that was my first drum kit. It was CB. CB. You know really? what CB stands for? <sighs> I don't think so. Crappy best. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was about to say crap that, something. That's that's <laughs> that's what my my friend. Well, here it is, Back Bay on Amazon. Yeah. My friend Caleb told me that a long time ago. It's like, yeah, CB stands for crappy best. He's like, they're terrible drums, but you can make them sound good if you if you put enough tape on them. Right. Crappy best. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But yeah. I feel like I want, yeah, what rapid fire question do I want to ask you? Hmm, <laughs> hmm, 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 hmm. I always ask some idiotic, rudiment question. Hmm, okay. No, I'm going to ask you. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> He's always <laughs> shouting by the end of this, too. So don't be alarmed. Just, I love it. Okay, uh, okay. Um, uh, three over two or four over five? Fuck me. <laughs> both? Uh, I'm going to say both, yeah, because I need to hear them to know exactly what they sound like. I always forget. Mm, I'm okay. terrible at being described something. Versus. That's more tangible. Uh, that one's more exotic, but okay. I think the first one is definitely just more. More dancey. More dancey, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So you want, I, to, you, want to, you want dance over... A little bit, yeah. yeah. I think Broadway's done that to me. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough, fair Just enough. Just a little All right. bit. <laughs> All right, your move, Dan. Uh, favorite restaurant in Nashville? Oof. Oh, wait, I had, I had this on my little... 
don't know. Five Points Pizza is pretty good. Mm, oh, yes, it is. Nicoletta's yeah. Italian Kitchen. I live right mm-hmm. by there now. So what I'm, Italian? What's that? Nicoletta's yeah, Italian there, Kitchen. Yeah. yeah, dude. Have you been there? Oh, no, I have not. Yeah, go there, man. Very good. Yes. It's good stuff. I've man. been I've been wanting to hit a new place re- recently. Yeah. So yes. we'll have to make it happen, man. Yeah. Nicoletta's. Let's let's go and get some. Uh, Come by my place. I'm right over there, and so is he. So good, dude. Let's freaking go. Come let's go out. Let's do a sleepover and everything. Sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> We're having macaroni and cheese tonight. That means garlic bread. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> you know how long it's been since I've had some decent G bread? Oh, it's Ooh, been a solid bread. G bread, baby. Yeah. Put that in your bubble. <laughs> 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 All right. Next question, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go down Ooh, that road. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, hmm. uh, chains or ropes? For what? What's <laughs> the context? <laughs> You decide. Uh, just because I was leather daddy the other day, I'll was, I was say chains. All right. No. Okay. Oh. Don't ask why I was I leather don't. daddy. <laughs> okay. Hair or feathers? Hat, that's why. <laughs> Someone, Jamie, can you mute his mic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, okay, I have a question. That we, I think we normally ask this for... Feathers, by the way. Go ahead. At least I've asked this for pretty much every guest. Like, if you weren't drumming... What's, what would you be doing or do you have any other hobbies that you are passionate about? Um, I mean, I guess if it wasn't like... Scaring being, babies. Yeah. <laughs> being, if I wasn't like being an electrician or something, that was my plan originally was probably right. just to do electrical work. But I think if I wasn't, if I wanted to pursue something else in the arts, it'd probably be like maybe stand-up comedy. I don't know. Dude. I don't know. Interesting. Really? As an introvert, I, I, don't, I don't think I do well, but I just I love, love I just love comedy so yeah. much. I just I figured that'd be it'd just be a cool thing to pursue. Awesome. Well, then that's a really good thing that we're talking about going it, yeah. and doing the Toastmasters thing together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I haven't forgotten dude, that. we got to do that. I think that's going to make us all better drummers. That's what I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about with our last guest was Taylor. You know Taylor. Right? Yeah. Um, he was talking about how like a lot of the times it's not the drumming that we need to focus on to get better. It's all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And just confidence like, and whether it's getting more sleep. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it's just literally just... brushing your teeth and wearing deodorant that you need to work on. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some little things week? that'll just make me. Well, I just t- I've started publicly flossing. That's really helped me. Where? <laughs> <laughs> just picture me like this. <laughs> I did oh, that floss. Okay. La- no, last night on stage, I made eye contact with with people in the crowd, and I just started flossing while we were getting ready. And like, then you're like, can I have your number? <laughs> I'm like, hey. like, that guy's flossing. I'm like, yeah, what? We're going to leave now. <laughs> and then I put I put that floss into an empty water bottle. And I put, because I don't like, again, I don't like to drink on stage. And people will pass me <laughs> drinks. And I'll just pour the drink into the water bottle. I forgot I did that. I went to drink the water. And I went, <laughs> and just spat it right back in. Oh, that, was, that was last night. Oh. Last time we're doing that again. Yeah. If we aren't supposed to eat d- floss out of the garbage, why do they make it mint flavored? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. No one, yeah. <laughs> who, could, who could say no to flossy tequila in a water bottle? Yeah. Tequila. Uh, it's Broadway's newest bar, flossy tequila. Flossy. <laughs> That's five stores. That does sound like they a, serve tacos. That, that sounds, sounds like, like an East like Nashville like, bar, or like right? Kerner's Alley or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Oh my god, flossy tequila. Or a really crazy stripper. Yeah. The term is entertainer, Nathan. Oh, is it? I don't yeah. Know. You got you canceled now. You know, I had a. Oh, we were already canceled had, like yeah. an hour ago. I had a There's minor. No argument. Gonna air, so let's just. Yeah. No I, I had a minor argument with a stripper once that lasted about two seconds because I, I wasn't gonna participate in the festivities, and she was basically trying to like make fun of me and peer pressure me into being around for it. And uh, she's like, "You never do anything fun." And I was like, 
I looked her in the face. I was like, I do all kinds of fun shit. And like, and that was that was it. <laughs> and I'm telling my mom. Yeah. And I'm telling my mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom. That's what the stripper told me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shiny lady told me. Yeah. <laughs> Anything when I tell you about going to those places? Yeah. <laughs> That's when you were like twelve. Yeah, that was when I was twelve. Yeah. So and, I, and I had the same exact voice. I I do all kinds of fun shit. Yeah. Can you imagine a twelve year old sounding like that? <laughs> do all yeah. kinds of fun. I'm thinking like Adam Sandler, like something. Yeah. <laughs> Why does that kid have a beard? <laughs> is that Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> uh, okay, I have another. This is a yeah, this is really this is a uh, deeper question for you. How would you define success? Oh man. God damn, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> um and you sort of touched upon like your goals, like trying to like do Broadway but eventually like have a pretty steady touring gig, right? Yeah. I mean, I would say I guess like maybe like when you feel satisfied yourself, but I feel like a lot of the times you just never feel that full satisfaction. That's what keeps us going to like the next thing. But um mm. yeah. I don't know. I guess without being lazy, I guess it's a spectrum. <laughs> I don't know. It's however you define it. Hmm. That's I, I. I wish I had a better answer, but yeah. like that's just I have idea of what success looks like in my head, and I think it's for like I don't know if I'm ever going to be at this place where it's like I did it. I'm touring the world now. I'm done. But like I'll definitely have those goals of like oh I want to play Red Rocks or right. that I did that. That's success. Maybe it's moments. moments. Maybe it's like. I'm, yeah. It's not. I am a success. Maybe it's just I have succeeded. This 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 was a success. Yes. Hmm. You know. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. I think. I think that's a great answer. Yeah. Sorry that's for answering for you. No. But, 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 but yeah. I, th I, th I think. I just. That. It just kind of. As yeah. you were saying that, it just kind of occurred to me that I think. That's what it is. Because yeah. I've heard, I've heard that question asked a lot. Yeah. And I've never known how to answer it myself. It's not a question, but I feel like it. Brings out a lot of good potential answers and like yeah. talking points. What do you guys define success? As? I feel like success. Well, I like what you first said. Like you have to define it yourself. You can't. It can't be someone else's success. So that's number one. Like being. I think it comes from fulfillment. That's the word yeah. I go back to. And I think fulfillment comes from like working hard at something for a long time, and then like, the like you said, the moment it pays off, you just like feel that fulfillment and like. So it's, it may not be like money, or it may not be like tangible things like i got married i have a kid i have a car but like mm -hmm. just i don't know maybe it's for you it's like drumming and it may not hit you until like after you do the thing yeah then you look back and be like wow like i'm i'm doing what i love and i'm fulfilled and absolutely success. if i may say one thing that kind of goes alongside that it was actually something right before i moved i got to see tom segura the comedian mm -hmm. in concert or like do a show and like one of my favorite things he said he even said it on his last special he was saying how like just because, you know, like being in the beginning, like as a struggling comedian, how it's such a super hard. He was saying like um, he had like the best advice on like following a dream. And he was saying like as long as you accept that it may not work out the exact way you'd hoped, you will still feel fulfilled by this pursuit of the mm. dream. Yes. And I, it was like the perfect time to hear that being like yeah. right before I moved to Nashville. And it just kind of gave me a better mindset being like, OK, like. This may not work out, right. it's but about the journey that versus the result. Yeah, like, yeah. just like just the pursuit. Feel the yeah, feel fulfilled by the pursuit, or just know that it may not be exactly. Yeah, or just learn to manage your expectations, but it's like it could still. Yeah, I'm not That's saying beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it won't happen, but it's just like you know, it's yeah. I, yeah. But, I if like you, but if you but if you don't <laughs> go after it, you won't have it in any shape. 
Absolutely. But I'd, I'd rather have it take some shape than than none. That I love that man. Mm, absolutely. Thank, thank you for that. That's a really that's a yeah. Really I think we all need to be reminded of that. Definitely. Yeah. Probably a perfect way to wrap it up. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Sweet. Well, yeah. thanks. Dude, thanks for having me. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Yeah, where can where can people follow you? Get a hold of you. Uh yeah, so I'm just on Instagram and Facebook right now. Um cool. it's uh Ethan Harb Drums. That's E T H A N H A R B as in boy drums. And then Facebook, Ethan Harb. Um I have YouTube videos here and there, and it's uh under the same name, Ethan Harb Drums, but um I haven't uploaded there in a minute, so <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> cool. Well we'll link yeah. to those and until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the National Drummers Podcast. If you liked it, please consider leaving us a review on the Apple Podcast app. Also, definitely check us out on Instagram. You can follow us at Nashville Drummers Podcast. If you're interested in being on the podcast, go ahead and send a message to either Dan or myself, or you can send it directly to the Nashville Drummers page on Instagram, and we will talk to you and review your case. And we'll judge you harshly. Just kidding.